I'm go getting, together. I'll get it done, mate. Might be a fight on that now. I'll get my barnet done. You get yeah. your tooth done. Are you going to go and Sorry. get it done, yeah? Nah, it's holding on, isn't it? I'm a little bit receding there, Get but it done, it's man. full everywhere I, else. You I just... would be there in a fucking nanosecond if that was me. Couple of grand. No, I will. Best money you'll ever spend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I just see in the winter, I've always got a hat on. <laughs> wind don't like my hair. In the summer, it's sweet because with no wind, is there? <laughs> just, hair just stays where it wants oh, to. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, and sometimes, right, I'll get this out. Sometimes, like, sometimes I'm like with my missus and like it's windy out. I've got all my hair all over to the side. All of a sudden it goes up like that, a bit of wind. Then I'm with her for the fucking two hours without eating. I go to the toilet, look at my oh my God, come yeah. on, fucking tell me. That's like you let it walking around with a bogey hanging out your nose. It's the same thing, isn't it? I know. <laughs> fucking let me know, man. Give me the heads up. Fucking hell. <laughs> Big fucking ball patch oh, out of this way, man. Fuck it, we'll start the pod like that, talking about your fucking receding airline. I've got the same. Was you, was you born with that air that sort of goes, um, it's got a centimetre wide and it just goes back for about three or four centimetres and then it just goes out like a normal, yeah. I don't know what the yeah, name of it is, but it's just... Cowlick. <laughs> is that what it is? You've got a cow- no, that's the, no, I've cowlick's got- where you fucking get your air and it's like... Like I've, I've got that and all though. Oh, yeah. So on top of that, <laughs> I'll raise you one, and I've got a cowlick over here and all. So even yeah, when your cowlick was I used to have more hair, before, and was, man, your cowlick's gone up, up a nah, bit. my cowlick's huh? there, bruv. Yeah, but I'm training it. I push it across <laughs> with some wax. <laughs> oh mate, I should have never I've let that everything. cowlick. I've me, tried man. everything to cover it up, but I've given up. Just now. Get yourself out the turkey, just... boys. Fuck. Just that. go and watch yeah, fucking thingy as well while you're out there. You know, my favourite fighter. The old Turk. What's his name again? Forgot. Oh, who can I I'll take you to my favourite fucking restaurants. We'll go and have a night watching Avni Yildirim and you can both get your barnets done. While I'm there, I can get this fucking tooth sorted. You know, not much I can do about exactly. my grey hair though. I'd fucking hate it. Yeah, but what if it goes... Oh, fuck going out of Turkey. What, what if, if it goes, goes wrong? How can it go wrong? You're fucked, isn't you? You're just can't... planting air into your head, isn't you? What do you mean, how can it go wrong? You could, you could fucking put it... They could have it in growing. It could go grow into your brain or something. I don't I know. see you lot have done your research. Is that, is that how it oh, goes? Right. Well, I don't know. We- I just um, I just wouldn't... Like, no, I'm not saying that they're doing it wrong out there. I'm just saying I wouldn't trust it because I'd have to... If I had any complications with it, I'd rather have... Mm. be able to go see a doctor in England who would yeah. know what the operation was about. Spencer Oliver did it, didn't he? It it's in Spencer yeah. Oliver's fucking barnet now. It's fucking flourishing. <clears throat> That's a good... Sh- oh, is that a fucking... Yeah. Is that a toupee? Yeah. No, it's Spencer <laughs> Oliver. No, he went, he, went, he went to a doctor's ear, didn't he? Some fella, I can't remember, it was a British hair transplant yeah. clinic or something like that. He, yeah. It's in Brentwood, I think. <laughs> I know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a little look on the website. I think the same as you, though. I think to myself, man. I don't know why you lot are fucking about. You can have that hair again, fucking growing out your head. Wonderful. I mean, anyone sees us, we're fucking not even bald, but it's just this. I don't know when you creep, did that a minute ago. Well, mate, I, I didn't John, know it was that far up. Fucking oh, mine's the same. Look. look, it goes back there. Fucking bald cunts. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our mate, but this is the thing with Turkey. Our mate, John. He went to um, he went to Turkey. He paid two thousand one hundred, right? That was flight, accommodation in a five star hotel, plus he had his hair transplant done, 
within two days, and then he was coming back all for two thousand one hundred. But he was well gone, man. He must need like four or five treatments. Oh. He ain't going to be doing that in one treatment, man. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Johnny Sylvester, if you're listening, bro, he was as bald as a fucking egg. I'll just leave it. As I say, <clears> mate, <throat> I'd rather be bald than grey. Like going grey is just it's bad. Nah. It's bad. Would you, get your, would you get your beard done, like Connor? Oh, that's what I mean. It's and Chris fucking Eubank. sad, isn't it? Like, if you're going to get, if you're going to dye that, your red, surely you've got to dye your beard. Surely. You can't be going around with a grey beard and a big black, fucking black set of hair. Eddie Hearn does. He's got uh, black hair and a grey beard, hasn't he? He's done it. He hair done anyway, what, didn't he? he? Eddie's hair done, mate. He did. Eddie Hearn was going Who? bald. Yeah, he must have done, yeah. Yeah, did he? He's open about it. He must have done, yeah. No, he done all, all that craft. I thought he was always shit in the windy days and all that. He was doing all that. Yeah. And uh, uh, we just slipped yeah. it in the back door. Because I, I remember he used to say that he was going to do it. I never yeah, thought mate. he'd done it. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. That's um, that's the way we're starting our pod this week. Hello, people. <laughs> this is Boxing Talk, by the way, even though we've just fucking ruined your eardrums with our terrible haircuts for the past fucking five minutes. But uh, there we are. Yes. Glad you could all join us. Thank you for joining us. Lovely to have you here. Yes, we've got a blinded show for you once again. We'll be talking about the weekend's fights. We're going to be quite Canelo heavy this week because um, he's been in the news a lot. And, uh, yep, the potential of his next fight, who could it be? We've just seen Belanga clean up on the weekend. Could it be Belanga? Could it be Mungia? Could it be Benavidez? Probably fucking not Benavidez, unfortunately, but there we go. Anyway, we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about, yeah, other bits and pieces, really. It's not the most exciting week of boxing, but next week is the most exciting week of boxing. Yes, Nganu and Joshua. But I don't know about you, boys. I'm more excited for Parker and Zhang. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, mate. I, I, I like Ball versus Vargas Ooh. as well. Yeah. That's going to be a fucking yeah. fight, that is. I can hope Nick Ball can do Johnny, it. Johnny, you're turning your nose up, bruv. What's, what's your problem with Parker versus Zane? No, I know what you're saying. The thing is with Anthony Joshua, whenever he gets in the ring, the risk involved, if he gets clipped and he goes down, it's not just the man going down, it's to see that amount of money drop as well. It's like it's fought with danger. Whenever Anthony Joshua, the A star, is in the ring, especially heavyweights, it's fought with danger. So that's why you're on the edge of your seat. Because you think as soon as he closes the distance, he gets in tight, it just takes that one punch. And then all of those dreams are shattered. It's over. Yeah. Over. Tyson Fury fights over. It's all over for him. That so ain't happening anyway. With, uh, the Fury fight. Jeff- Fury's going to get battered, isn't he? I feel, I feel like he will. Ooh, yeah, I can't, it's not going to happen. And then we're going to have to watch the Usyk f- third fight. And everyone's going to be sold with what Ben Davidson saying, saying that he can overturn the first two fights. And we're all going to buy into it, especially you, Johnny mm. B. I know you were saying it the other day on one of our WhatsApp groups. So I know you are right, Ben Davidson. Mate. Like, uh, can he formulate a plan to beat him in the third time? I think that's on, the th- on the third fight, I think that's highly unlikely. I just got a feeling we're never going to see Joshua Fury. The only way we get to see Joshua Fury is if, I don't know, Ngannou's not going to beat Joshua. I just can't see a road yeah, no, where Fury. we see Joshua Fury. Can you see a road where well, that happens? Well, if Fury wins and he won't win, yeah, though. if Fury wins and Joshua wins, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know, but Fury ain't going to beat. <laughs> quite, a, quite a clear, quite a clear oh, road. Does that Turkey, mean you're picking Turkey? Fury? Lined it out for you. You're picking Fury then for the fight. I know Johnny Beast flipped. I'm not. I'm picking well, Usyk, but I'm so saying if Fury does win, then you go then. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It. it I mean. 
well, it's such a mixed bag, isn't it? It's still 50-50. People thinking there's a lot of Fury predicted winners and there's a lot of Usyk predicted winners, isn't there? Mm. So I don't know. I, I don't if, think Fury wins, but I don't I don't begrudge people who do because, um, yeah, Fury's but look, good look, still, isn't he? Look at, look, look at Anthony Joshua, right? The megastar selling out Wembley Stadium, you know, the Principality Stadium, like 80,000 fans, whatever. And then all of a sudden, he loses to Usyk twice. Then he just he went to the O2, didn't he, for Franklin? Didn't mm. even sell out the O2. So that's how fickle fans are. Yeah. One minute you're at the top, oh, Tyson Fury, this is going to be the biggest and greatest fight ever, ever in history. All of a sudden you lose to Ngannou, you can't sell out the O2. Fans are fickle, mate. Fans ride on the fact that you're that guy that we can point at. So if he does get clipped and he does go down and he loses the fight, then... Uh, the fight is still there with Fury. Even if Fury loses, they could do the fight together. People will sign up to watch it. Two big heavyweights that get in there, but um, it's not the same. He ain't it's not um, the same. So there's a lot riding on what it. What do you think on this? He ain't got to worry about selling out a stadium ever again because he'll never fight in England ever again. What do you reckon? That's, yeah, it's true. It's not, yeah, you know what? That, that that hurt. That did what you just said there, but it's probably true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Do you know what I mean? Uh, why yeah. would you? If you're gonna yeah. get paid. Yeah, but hold on a minute. Who, what, are you talking about both fighters, Fury and Joshua? Any of those big heavyweights, especially Joshua. Yeah, but Fury's all about the fans. You know, he's all about the fans, yeah. remember? He was going to give. Mm. He was going to fight for free, you're right, remember? You're, right. you're totally right, yeah. I'm sure right. he'll come back and do it for fans. That's Half about as convincing as your comb-over. By the way, answers in the comments, we ain't doing YouTube anymore, but would you rather go grey or bald? I'm talking like white grey. Jose Mourinho. You're 1% say bald. And no, be yeah, I know. It's the bald look, the women love the bald look, the rugged bald look. All you got to do is fucking get down to the gym, you know, lift a few weights, shave your red. Men shave their red when they got here to be bald. I'm telling you, they all get a lot yeah, of success. They like, they like Did you know the what? Only success they only like the bald get. look if you look good with a bald look. If most of us would look like a fucking egg, so it wouldn't really work, <laughs> would it? I know, I know, it's true. Yeah, yeah. do you know what? An egg the only with eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> only a man, only a man with Turkish DNA and a full fucking head of hair will come out with that statement. Which is Arthur? How much? How many women does a as a man with a full head of hair that looks like fucking Santa Claus. How many women are they going to get? The demographic's going to be 55 and over. That's it. You ain't pulling no salt when you've got a big fucking, fucking big grey head, man. Grey eyebrows and grey beard, grey coming out your nose, grey everywhere. Now you're finished, mate. It's all over. When you're bald, though, you can hide all of that, shave it all off. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> nah. Bob, would be, <laughs> Bob would be your yeah. uncle as well. Fucking hell. I'm going turkey, mate. Yeah, I'm going to get Conor Ben's beard transplant. Fuck it. Because if anyone, we can do it. I know we don't show. I know we don't show our faces. We will do. Like we we will do. But um, for me, right, my beard antics. um, If I start growing something, and I go outside, the wind blows it off. That's how pathetic my fucking (laughs) attempt at growing a beard is. Honestly, painful. Yeah, the wind, boy. Right. Um, yeah, okay. So we'll talk about the uh, weekend's fights first of all. Belanga versus McCrory. Belanga versus McCrory first. Um, give us your thoughts, boys, on Belanga's 
Good performance, a sixth round knockout against McCrory, but give us your thoughts on the fight and his future. Johnny B, coming to you first. It was a good fight. I mean, I don't usually go on Twitter and post stuff, but I noticed that um, McCrory, he put a little post out saying, I'm coming off social media now, devastated and all that. I just wrote something nice underneath because you know what? Like, respect these fighters that just step through the ring put it on the line and come to fight. I don't give a fuck if they lose. Like, he didn't embarrass himself. He didn't embarrass no one. He came to fight. He let his hands go. And, like, he traded a couple of times with uh, Belanga and he caught him. If you notice after, Belanga had uh, quite a lot of marking on his uh, right side of his face where he uh, got caught with a left hook a couple of times. But just levels, in it? You can see with that Belanga, he was taking his time, not rushing his work at the start in the beginning of the fight. And then he found a way. He got to him and he got him out of there. But... I think there's levels in boxing. I think Belanga's another level up from McCory. Um, but yeah, I like him. I feel like he does get hit though, Belanga. And I feel that he sort of comes in over his front foot, throwing his punches. And if he fights better opposition, he's going to get hit. But I don't know. Who cares? He's got power. He's super exciting. I'm not completely sold on him. Like if, if he was to fight Mungia, I think I'd be picking <clears throat> Mungia to beat him. But um, he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. Does he deserve the Canelo payday, payday? I don't know. But he's in mandatory position now with the W, the good people at the WBA. So we're going to speak about Canelo after who he's going to fight. So he's going to be in pole position to get that fight with Canelo, whether it's now or whatever, end of the year or early next year, because he's going to be mandatory for the WBA belt. Is he? But yeah. Yeah. He's mandatory. So uh, how can that be, though? I thought well, Dave Morrell Dave Morrell Jr. has got the, the WBA belt. Obviously, Canelo's got the WBA super. I think Dave Morrell Jr. is fighting Christian and Billy as like a final eliminator. I don't know if it might be another governing body. Anyway. He def- he, no, he is. Th- I'm pretty it might sure be the WBO, I think you're talking about. Maybe oh, right. the WBO. He's definitely one of the... He's mandatory <clears throat> to Canelo's belt. One, one of the belts then. Okay. What do you think, John, about that. the... Um... Kai, I'll come to you in a sec. Just I want to know on mm. John's thoughts on uh, on the elbow and the low blows. It's quite dirty, wasn't it? Uh, what from Belanga? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a bit dirty in there. Yeah, there was. Yeah, elbows, low blows. He's like a couple bo- back of the head and that. Yeah, he roughed him up a little bit. Do you know what? But that McCoy won't really. He moaned a little bit about it, but not too much. There was a couple of low blows, but uh, the commentary was like, hit him back. Like, like that, yeah. if you keep getting low blows, you've got to just send one there yourself, you know. Um, but he didn't. So, but this is the thing, isn't it? With the B sides, like the bright lights, they're the wave fighter. You feel like it's all against you, but maybe you needed to moan a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, he was dirty. Yeah, I suppose he was a bit dirty, wasn't he? All right. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the fight. I'm like, I'm like Johnny B as well. Um, I enjoyed the fight. I thought it was a decent, decent effort from Podrick McCrory. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, I, I can. I can this believe it. can't be fucking real, mate. Oh, <laughs> Every week man. he goes, can you believe that? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the listeners, his doorbell's rung once again. Every fucking week he gets an e- either an Uber Eats or a fucking salesman at the door. Probably ain't even for me anyway. Anyway, thoroughly enjoyed the fight. McCrory can go back to Northern Ireland, head held high. Gave it a good guy. I thought it was filthy tactics from Belanga. Should have had a point taken off twice. 
that low blow was basically on his testicles. It weren't even like low low. It was fucking he hit him right in the balls. Yeah. And and the uh, and the elbow. I thought he's done that right in front of the ref. Ref didn't even do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, go back yeah. to your corner, please. What? Sorry, I didn't realize we was fucking in the UFC for a minute. So yeah, I mean, look, he don't hit that hard, McCrory. I didn't expect him to cause him that many troubles. I'm I'm like you, Johnny B. I don't know about you, Unc, as well. I'm not that massively high on Belanga. I think you you got to keep. He's only 26 years old. You got to keep him at that sort of level. I know they're talking about a Benavides fight. Don't go anywhere near Benavides because you know what Belanga yeah. brings the crowd. He's got a fan base. So if you want to like milk that, if I'm Eddie Hearn and I want to milk that, you swerve all the big hitters because he gets ironed out. But any of the top boys, the Dave Morels and Canelo irons him out. Benavidez irons him out. Um, but there's a, there's a few fights, you know, down there. You can even Diego Pacheco. I don't like that for Belanga either. They're thinking about doing that fight. I don't know, maybe someone yeah. like a, just having a look at the rankings, someone. Bit well, that's, what I was, that's, that's what I was going to say. From For his future-wise, Paddy McCrory, as you said, John, is at a certain level. They're calling for the Canelo fight. Can you go from Paddy McCrory to Canelo? No, you get battered, mate. Battered. You get absolutely battered. So, and I was watching it. I was thinking, I was thinking he looked good. And he's he's obviously very powerful. He had all them first round knockouts, and to blast out McCrory like that, very powerful. Um, but the power's not necessarily enough, is it? You need more than that. And um, I was watching it, and I was thinking, probably like you boys, I was thinking, I don't know if you beat Pacheco. I don't know if John Ryder a few fights back. I don't know if you beat him. Do you know what I mean? No. Before he was retired, so um, I need I need to see another step up. And then I'll know if he's ready for the Canelo fight. But uh, good performance. I'm not taking anything away. And as I say, he looks he looks very ferocious. Um, but yeah, just want to see him well, in there with a Pacheco any. or something, just to know how good he really is. Yeah, he's wide open. Though you know there, there are fights out there. There's Derevinjenko maybe wheel him out for another fight. Melikuziev. Caleb Plant, maybe, maybe feed him a Caleb yeah, Plant. Love Caleb his way Plant. Out. Something like that, a, a middle fight. Caleb tell Plant's you everything you need out, to yeah. know, Caleb Plant. Yeah, that's not a bad fight for him. I think right Caleb now. Plant beats him. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably agree with you, if I'm mm. being honest. So I don't know, I'm not massively eyeing him. I know that there's a big matchroom of trying to push him and that and trying to build him into this star, but 26 years old, you have not got to rush it with him. Mm, Don't rush no. it. And if you're going to go Canelo... Maybe go Canelo, roll the dice. If you lose, you lose. You can come again. But nothing below that. No Benavides is on Morel Juniors. Morel Junior. Well, Morel said he'd play with him, didn't he? Yeah, he'd knock him out that's in it. the first round. He said, he "Goes that's a first round job for me." <laughs> <laughs> I believe him at all. Oh, I believe mate. him. Well, he don't yeah. sound like he's got to worry about Benavides because Benavides, the talks are Vosdick moving up to Vosdick, yeah. and the Good winner. For him. Why not? Getting Biterbi or Biviv. Biterbi or Biviv. Oh, mate. That's hilarious. Oh, my mind was fucking... My mind was mushed then. Bivol, Biterbiev. Or Biterbiev, Biviv, Biviv, Biviv. Do you know what? I mean, I looked at Kaya when you said that. I thought, there's no way that's being let go by that's got to make the final edit. Oh, oh mate, mate, we need an edit. Like, that one. Last week, didn't you say Marku and Congo? 
<laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> did I? <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know oh, what? Sure. There's too many names in boxing. There's oh, just too mate. many names. Mate, I'm when sure. me and Kai used to do the uh, the three-minute previews for Love Boxing TV, I used to have to do the intro, and we used to do fucking previews about every fight out there, all the fucking Japanese fighters, the lower levels. Yeah, mate, I know. It it's never John that. Smith, is it? No. It's Arthur Bateva. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, you know. Anyway, yeah, Baturba Bivet versus Diva Lovelevit. Um, winner. <laughs> you got Gavosdig right now. Fucking yeah, Gavosdig. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I was practicing that one before I come on. But, um, <laughs> yeah, good I, I love it. It's a good I fight. love that. Yeah. Why not? Fucking why not? Go the up fun, there the funny fight, thing was, is uh, after Eddie Hearn, it's like, you know, with that, that phrase, sell ice to an Eskimo. It's like, Eddie, he is the, I don't give a shit. He's the best promoter, hands down. Like mm. when he talks, but when he was talking in Belanga, they're just calling out Canelo. And, uh, and then obviously Eddie Earns and the Mungia fights there on the zone. Belanga fights there. It's like, David Benavidez, he hardly got a mention. You know, like, that's the fucking fight. That's the fight. He's just beat Caleb Plant. He's just beat Andre. Like, that's the fucking fight, David Benavidez. But it's like, by the end of, the night, you're like, I can't wait to see Canelo v. Mongia. He just does it. He just twists it all up a little bit. But, yeah, we're going to do Canelo in a bit, aren't we? Eddie, we Eddie doesn't do half measures, does he? All his fighters, like Conor Ben, for instance, it's not Conor Ben calling out, Eddie's not getting to get on the mic and call out Josh Kelly or someone like that. It's Conor Ben uh, Haney, Conor Ben Javante Davis. It's like... And now it's Belanga, Canelo. Uh, it's never, you know, that sort of middle fight, if you will, because it's yeah. obviously money, isn't it? It's the best. You always got to look for the best money opportunity, I suppose. But um, yeah, mate. Maybe, and then maybe, just that maybe it's an element of calling their names out for clout, knowing yeah. that it's not going to be yet, but you're putting that name in the mix <clears> with them names for when he finally does get to that point that they're going to fight. Yeah, and it's all, and also it's all marketing. It's like you know, yeah. what does the market want with these fights? If you know, you're saying Belanga and uh, Canelo, but then all of a sudden, what's social media saying? What's the response like? I think everyone's like, mm, uh, and then all of a sudden, if it, mm, maybe that won't sell as much, won't get as many subscribers. Maybe go Mungia next, get Belanga another fight, let him build. Then we'll start mentioning it again. They're always listening. Like Eddie Earn, he's having a, when he's having an interview. Eddie Earn, he's having about five different conversations. He's talking to potential prospects that he wants to sign. He's talking to the fans. He's talking about the fighter. Like he's spinning about five different plates in one yeah. interview, and he's the master, absolute master at doing it. See him on that. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I can't get that name out. Uh, Ariel Hawani. Yeah, yeah, hella banana. Name, yeah, Ariel hella banana. Yeah. <laughs> Starting, starting saying well done, congratulating you for getting the name right, getting the name right. <laughs> Hella Bananani, he um, he was mustered on that Eddie Hunt. absolutely had the meeting out of his hand, and the way he was talking about how they run Matchroom and fires that you know the journey that he's gone on with Raymond Ford, and he's fighting this week. I'm listening to him thinking, if I was a fighter out in America, I'm like, this is the guy I want to be with. Mm. So when he's ever he's having an interview, he's he's, he's talking to everyone at the same time. I don't know where I've just gone off with that one. I don't anyway. know. I don't even know where we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll bring it back to... Um, Belanga. Let's get a bit of parliamentary procedure. Right, so um, Andy Cruz, come on. Come your pants, go on. Um, meh. I'm a little <laughs> You're bit... joking? No, nah, he was brilliant. Fuck you, man, nobody. He, he, he's excellent, excellent fight. It's a shame we couldn't get the stoppage. Yeah. 
I think that was the only thing I'm like, could he have got the stoppage if he wanted to? Did he just want to show off his boxing skills? And I think Geezer he did go. Slippery. He did go for the. I mean, his skill set is just. I've never seen the like of it. Really, I've been watching this sport a very long time, and I don't think there's been a boxer like him. You, 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 like, you think of all the boxers in the past, last twenty years. Is there anyone is anything like him? Really, Lomachenko. Yeah, only Lomachenko. But even 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 Lomachenko I can't do something. He like almost dances his way into range. Yeah, he does, angles, does like little, yeah, the angles, the, the you don't know if he's left handed or right handed. Yeah, he, he's ridiculously good. As I say, it was it was a little bit by the time at eighth round come round, ninth round, I knew that he was just gonna win on a shutout and I just kind of switched off a little bit, which I'm a little bit disappointed about. But and that's why I said, meh, really, because you just wanted you wanted him to step on it and get the knockout like he did against Giovanni Straffon in the last fight. Because um, he can win, he can win fights like that. Every time he gets in a ring, he'll do that to anyone, Keyshawn, anybody. Um, so you just want him to fucking put his foot down and try and get the knockout a little bit more. I'm just being think, super critical. No, nah, that's fair critical. enough. Um, I, I'm saying I watched it like hoping for the knockout, um, obviously. But yeah, he still was exceptional. Um, do you think he'll get a fight like a Keyshawn Davis soon? No chance. They ain't fighting him. He has to go into a mandatory position to fight somebody or the money has to be a lot. Eddie Hearn's going to have to fucking put his hands right in his pockets, mate, and pull out everything he's got to really get him a big fight like that. Otherwise, you know, what is he, 28 years old? He ain't got to rush it. No. He ain't got to rush it. I don't know. Yeah, he's got to back him, in it. But do you know what I, I thought was funny, right? So before we come on here, I thought to myself, so let's have a look at these lightweights, yeah? Who's got the world titles and you know, where, where is the uh, where is everyone placed? I thought it was funny. When you look at the lightweight division, WBO, vacant. IBF, vacant. WBC, Shaka Stevenson, just retired the other day. <laughs> right, then he's come back. WBA, tank. But fuck knows who he's fighting, cherry picking, going up and down. It's like, Frank Martin, you know, like Clint Eastwood in the Western when he comes into town. That's Andy Cruz in the lightweight mm. division. Everyone's just gone missing. There's fucking vacant belts, people going up, going down, people retiring. That geezer, give him another, whatever, four or five fights in the pro game. I think he cleans out the whole lightweight division. I really do. Yeah. I think Loma would fight him. If I have all them, like, Loma would step forward and fight him. Oh, so Can you imagine that fight? fight? Fuck me. <laughs> That is chess, isn't it? Oh, mate. I, just, I, I what can't about, even um, imagine. He, he's, uh, he was heavily named for the uh, Queensbury versus Matchroom. So, Sam Noakes. Sam Noakes. Gavin Gwynn. Poor Sam Noakes. Yeah, just, it's just unfair to him, isn't it, really? But then if they get a big payday, it just shows you what... I mean, because when you think about it, Sam Noakes had 12 fights as a pro. And then you look at uh, Cruz, he's had two or three. No, is that his third fight? It's his third fight. But, yeah, I just he's unbelievable, man. Like, his skill set, his speed of foot, speed of hands, the feints, just um, even like, if you look at Shaka Stevenson, how good he is, how safety-oriented he is, like, off the back foot, like, like in, out, just counter-punching. But Andy Cruz, he's coming forward, as you say, like Lomachenko, at angles, going into the pocket, standing there, twisting around the little bump step, like, just on another level. It's exactly what... I love to watch something like that. It's having that skill set, that speed, but coming forward with it, with with aggression. Mm. I think the guy that he fought, though, super slippery, didn't want to know, uh, Southpaw, it was a bit of a nightmare um, opponent for him. But if he puts anyone in there that half wants to stand and have a fight with him, 
he butters the shit out of them and probably knocks them out if he's worked on his, his power sitting down on his punches. Well, if listen, not, just... he ain't had his chin checked yet, right? And he will have Fair to enough. have that as he goes up the levels. He will have to get his mm. chin checked. There'll be someone out there that will clock him right on his whiskers. Let's see how he, let's see how he deals with it. Because he's been amateur his whole career. So let's see how he deals with it when, when a puncher hits him right on his chin. Yeah. And then if he passes that to test, then the sky's a limit for him, really. Truth. And true. just quickly, um, John, you could say their names. <laughs> Gisyov. <laughs> Kano. Yeah, Kano. Gisyov. Um, Giasov. 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 Go on, quiet. You can go on this one, mate, because I didn't fucking watch it. Nice. Come on to Giasov. I did watch it. I watched the whole card. The fight before. Vargas versus Rodriguez. You want a fucking war? Go and watch that. That was the best fight of the night. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, Gearsoft was okay. It's okay. I mean, he, he was winning comfortably and then Kano just started clawing it back at the end. So I don't know how far he goes in the sport. He's ranked highly in the in the welterweight division. So I don't know. You know, it doesn't bring a massive audience. Gets his forced into a mandatory position. You know who's going to want to fight him? There's no much, there's no much money in it. It's a good fighter, Olympian. I don't know. I'm not sold on Gearsoft at all. Really, Fair to be enough. honest with you. Okay, well, let's move on, shall we? To Canelo, who's been in the news a lot this week. The rumours of him leaving PBC and joining Matchroom. I bet Eddie's fucking happy about that. Um, possible Canelo versus Mungia in May. Possibility. Canelo versus Belanga, September, maybe. Thoughts on the uh, Canelo PBC departure, Johnny? Just what on earth is going on with the PBC? So if they don't have a broadcaster and they've just got a deal to put on pay-per-view fights with Amazon, right? What the fuck are all their fighters going to do? Because ultimately, anyone that knows anything about boxing knows that if Canelo is the man in the super middleweight division, right? Number two is David Benavidez. And if you look at all of the resumes of all of the fighters, he's got the best resume because you just look at his last two fights being Caleb Plant and Andre, right? So you just say, this is the guy, this is the fight to have. And he looks awesome. He looks amazing in every fight that he's in, David Benavidez, walking through people, right? Everyone's calling for that fight. You know, but at, over there at the PBC, he signed a free fight deal. I checked this out before we come on, right? After he fought Caleb Plant, David Benavidez signed a free fight deal. And that was to fight Charlo, uh, Andrade and Morel. Those, those were three fights being mentioned. He, his dad said it in an interview on Everything Boxing. So he's obviously had one. So he's got another two fights with the PBC. So if Canelo now goes over to the zone, because what? Because what? PBC can't guarantee... Canelo's purse to fight a David Benavidez. I don't know. All those receipts need to come out because I need to know you're going to go and fight Munguia. To me, that's a duck. That's a duck. Whatever it is, you say whatever you want about Canelo, one of the greatest fighters to ever do it. That's a duck. Am I happy to see the Munguia fight? Yeah, I suppose that's the next best thing out there, Munguia. Then after that, they're going to give him the Balanga fight and say this is a mandatory because I'm pretty sure he's, uh, he's he's got himself into a mandatory position. And it'll be, remember, he, he, and they're saying, Canelo's saying he wants to fight three times this year. And then it's, so it's going to be Mungia, Balanga as a mandatory, and it'll be builders that, look, I've got to, you know, look after my mandatories. 
Then after that, who's that third fight? But you know what I feel sorry for, right? I wouldn't want to be in the Charlo house because after the fucking stinker that Charlo put in against Canelo, I don't think there's any appetite for his brother to get the fight. And I think that was what the deal was meant to be. So imagine being Jamal Charlo when your brother comes home from running for 12 rounds. You'd be, you motherfucker. I've mm. just lost out on an £8 million payday because of your shitty performance where you ran like a little girl. And now Canelo don't want to fight him because there's no appetite for it. So I've got to be honest with you. <clears throat> it does make me laugh a little bit. <laughs> He's missed out on the payday because he ain't fucking fought anyone. So for me, all my Christmases will come at once if Charlo goes and fights Benavidez and gets ironed out. Um, but yeah, as for Canelo, yeah, I'm happy to see the Munguia fight. Shaking your head, bro. Well, I think Charlo might end up fighting... Um, Chris Eubank Jr. or some bollocks. Oh, no way. Some bollocks like well, that. Well, Canelo's yeah. been tipped. Um, uh, Eubank's been tipped to possibly fight yeah. Canelo. Do you see that? And I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I would not be surprised if that happens because what Canelo's doing now, it's a bit bollocks really. And I, think, I don't think there's too many people calling him out on what he's doing now. As you say, you want receipts. Why ain't the Benavides fight happening? Why? It's all right for him to come out and go, well, I'm not fighting Terence Crawford because if I beat him, everyone's going to say he's too yeah. small. You're giving us receipts there about Terence Crawford because you know you've got no desire to fight him, right? So if you've got no desire to fight Benavides, come out and tell us why. Why? Yeah. Uh, you know, Benavides, Team Benavides, so they've, <laughs> they've, uh, they've offered him that fight <laughs> multiple occasions. And then you listen to Canelo's team, they're going, no, we haven't, blah, blah, blah. It's all, it's all fucking Chinese whispers. He said, she said, bollocks. And just get the fight on. You yeah, that, I mean? That, but, it's yeah. a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird one because... Like throughout his career, Canelo, he's fought everyone and he's never shied away from a fight. He's never ducked. He's gone up in weight and fought Biva Level Erviev. And um, yeah, and and now all of a sudden, I suppose in a way he's earned his right to cherry pick a little bit, but we're all expecting him to still be that same old Canelo that goes, right, fucking give me whoever's in front of me. And it should be Benavidez, but, yeah, but does he something do that, does feel amiss. What? Does he really do that? Is it, is it a bit smoke and mirrors? I think Floyd Mayweather has got a better resume than Canelo like and Pacquiao's and all that. If you're talking about him being a generational great, like you're talking about the Golovkin fights. Obviously, he's gone up and fought Bivol and lost, lost convincingly. So maybe if I'm team Canelo, I'm thinking, well, if I fight Benavidez and lose, the next two paydays are not even going to be half what they should be. Yeah, no, so no he's cherry, I, I agree. He's, he's cherry picking, but you know, when hasn't he not cherry picked, really? Uh, Canelo. Ooh, the Golovkin fights, I'll give you that. I'll give you the Golovkin fights. They were they were risky. Yeah, but he's been oh, head and shoulders. Past his best there as well a little bit. He was on a bit of well, a he lost on the, the downside. He lost the first one. Golovkin beating the yeah, first one. Yeah, so I don't know if it's a bit of a myth that Canelo goes in and takes on all comers. I don't think well, it's a bit of a he's myth. Not, he's not really shied away from... Who's he shied away from? Who, who in the news or at any point have you gone, oh, he didn't want to fight him? I mean, yeah. I mean, they, everyone was banging on about Jamal Charlo back in the day. I mean, I say it's more more of this stuff is over there in America, isn't it? But that uh, promoter for uh, Benavidez, Samson Luzitz, I think that's his second name, right? He basically said that Team Canelo, they offered five mil to David Benavidez for that fight. And then the, this promoter, Samson, we call him, he said, yeah, fine. And then they never got back to him. But he's mm. saying that he believes that that was the lowest offer five mil thinking they're going to say, no, we want seven, eight mil. Like these other fighters are getting, uh, it goes, they never came back. 
So I think there's definitely a duck there. But the only I mean, case I could distant. see was the only case I could think of was possibly waited a little bit too long to fight Golovkin. Of course he did. Yeah, of course but he did. He waited too long that, to fight Golovkin. Goes up to 175 and beats Kovalev and picks the easiest opponent. Kovalev was way past his best. Um, even when he, even just coming to my head now, like Rocky Fielding, didn't he have the WBA regular belt? Then he, he's, he's wanted to fight the WBA regular yeah, but you're champion. Picking, what you're doing, what you're doing there, it's like Kovalev after doing? that fight went and ironed that Anthony Yard. So, you, like, I, I know what you're saying, out. but, huh? Don't know about ironed him out. Where was what you? You don't think he ironed out Anthony Yard? Yeah, well, I'm an ironed him out. Might have been knocked him out in the first two or three rounds. I thought it was quite competitive in, in a lot of. Lot it was, of it was a good fight. fight, but come the end of it, he ironed him out. Didn't Fair, he? Enough. Fair enough. I can't <laughs> really got fight. too many arguments. But what no. I'm saying is, he's picked he's picked the right fights at the right time. I suppose, he, you know, you look at his career, he has, he just has. But there's some names on his on his look. So that's what, what I mean. He's still got the names. There hasn't he? And you, there, he does, that, you right? could have that same argument with Floyd Mayweather. He's got the names on there, but fuck me, they were that Miguel Cotto, Amir Khan, like yeah, they were. Amir the Khan, don't talk that, to Danny me about Jacobs, Amir Khan. Callum him up Smith, 140 pounds. Billy Joe Saunders. You like literally when we done Love Boxing TV, used to literally suck Billy Joe Saunders dry every episode. <laughs> yeah, we battered him, everything. didn't he? Listen, Billy Joe was 160 pounder, right? You come up, you had a full camp, so you got to give him thing, you got a, you got a little thingy for for every fighter, basically. You got a little thingy. How about Cotto? When did he How fight? How about Eris Lara? Ago, tricky on the back foot. I know people think he lost that fight, though, didn't they? <laughs> um, <laughs> how about Matthew Hatton? Nobody wanted Matthew Hatton back in the day. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's an opportunity for Canelo here to take the monster on, right? Take Benavidez on and beat him. And then that is it. You could probably go down as one of the greatest and maybe have ever done it. For me, there's just still that one fight away for me. It's my personal opinion. Can't you look at me like I'm fucking talking out my ass? No, you got, I, 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 got, <laughs> I do agree that, um, I mean, far from us to call it a duck because, you know, I mean, we ain't even got a, balls to do what the man does but still it it just feels different this time and it feels like he is swerving him yeah and the Dave Morrell conversation Dave Morrell Jr is fighting Christian and Billy next right that's number one and number two in the WBA Dave Morrell Jr has had that WBA belt regular belt for four years why ain't the WBA called the mandatory for him to fight him normally the WBA regular champion fights the super champion they've had those belts for ages why have they done that? Canelo, Canelo's a big powerhouse in the sport. You know, he's probably said to Gilberto Mendoza, don't call that fight yet. I'm going to go this route. I'm going to go that route. They want Canelo as their champion, don't they? Who else are they going to want as their champion? But you know Canelo's never getting in the ring with Dave Morrell Jr. No chance in the world. Or is he going to get in the ring with, with Benavides? Probably going to fucking pick Chris Eubank. I'm telling you. Chris Eubank's the only one in 160, 168-pound division that brings the clout and the fan base, the money, the eyes mm. without, with minimal risk. Cause he batters Chris Eubank. And that's, that that's be, how that he ain't going to fight Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank ain't Canelo no name goes, over there. If, no, I was going to say though, if Canelo goes with Matram, that could be a UK fight. He's always wanted to fight in the UK, Canelo. Never yeah, know. but you know, Chris is going to price himself out of it like he did with a Conor Ben fight. Well, He's going to price yeah, himself I, out, isn't he? I'd be up for that. I'd be up for watching that. Definitely. Oh, I would love to watch it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You know, it'd be fucking an epic event. But yeah, I think we're just going to be underwhelmed with Canelo's next opponent. No, but not if it's Munguia. 
Not if he off, fights Tank That's a worthy off, opponent. Oscar's come out today, I think, or yesterday, and said they want too much money. They want no, too I much thought money. It was, I thought they were saying it was agreed full for me. I thought it's it was more or less agreed. But um, I look, but how about this though? How about as you, what you just said there, right? As in, if he loses to Benavidez, you say he's lost to him. Then obviously he lost to Bivol. But how about if he goes in and fights Mungia, then we get Belanga. But as they sell us this Belanga fight, right? They're saying, look, it's a mandatory, or it's just a sort of a, it's one fight because he's going to have three fights a year. You've got to give him uh, this fight, and then they sell it on the back of. But at Christmas, we're going in for Benavidez, and then maybe Eddie Hearn. Is there any? Yeah. Chance they can, if he can go up to light heavyweight, selling it. Well, are they just going to. I mean, is he even a fucking super middleweight, David Benavidez? She, are they just waiting for him to just as he gets older, he's naturally mm. going to get bigger and he just Possible. can't make it no more. Maybe do you know what, what the Belanga option? On. I think. Look, if they're smart, they they do the Belanga fight. Maybe you know what I mean? Because as you say, both on matchroom, easy fight to make. Belanga will probably happy to be slightly low balled in that fight. Um, give, give, uh, you know, a bit like David Hay did back in the day. He's, fighters used to fucking bank on themselves. They used to go abroad or go and, you know, be the away fighter, take a small purse on the premise that if they win, you know, the big bucks will follow. Now he's like, Belanga, like, you should be willing to take anything for that fight as long as you can get the Canelo fight. Just take what you can. And if you beat him, you get fucking weighed in in the rematch. But they know. Canelo beats Belanga. So I, I don't think that's a bad option. They're good. And it comes with a bit of clout. I don't think it's a bad option if they do the Belanga fight next. Well, like to, to sort of end this on this is that can end this on this and this. Uh, Canelo is saying these guys need to fight each other to see you know who, who the guy is or whatever. So let's see, Morel, um, Benavidez, fucking Jamal Charlo. Yeah, but, yeah, but f- John, the problem with that was a problem before because Canelo's got all the belts. You lose, you lose the Canelo money. It's gone. That's why these fighters don't want to fight each other. They were just waiting out for the fucking... That's why it's bad. It's it's bad, isn't it? When he is the fucking... um, Yeah. When he's holding all the belts. Yeah. Yep. There we are. I think we've done that to death. So, yes, um, let's move on, shall we? Um, Connor Ben had his hearing a couple of days ago. Yes. Now, I know people are probably switching off right now and they're all fucking bored of it. And yes, we are bored of it as well, but it is in the news and we might finally get a conclusive result. So, Kai, I'm coming to you first. Finalise for me what you think should be the conclusive result. Right, what should happen is, which is probably what is going to happen, is that he gets a backdated ban... And then we all wipe our mouth and we move on. And that's the, that's the top and bottom of it. And there's not really too much else to say, is there? Like whatever whatever comes out in the meeting, whatever evidence is produced, we're never going to get to see it. It's going to be legal this, legal that. And we're just going to have to fucking wipe our mouth and move on. It makes a mockery of it all. Because in reality, he's had two fights while we're waiting, albeit whether it's rightly or wrongly. You know, a lot of people go, oh, he shouldn't fight, he shouldn't fight. But a lot of other fighters have done it in the past. Fighters will do it in the future. So we've just got to move on now. It's fucking boring, isn't it? How boring is <laughs> this that, bollocks? That was my other question as well. And John, you can answer this as well. Um, I mean, I don't know if you can answer this, but what what evidence is he providing? What's he gone into that appeal and gone, right, this is what happened? What 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 is he putting in front of him? God well, the amount the amount that was in found in his body is probably conducive to so somebody. It, it's the way he breaks down eggs in his body, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be they, they're going to come up with some scientific reason why it's in there and how it can no way be 
a, you know, a drug cycle because of the amount that was found in there. It's going to be something like that, isn't it? Guaranteed. There, there you go, builders. Uh, Kai's just filled you in on <laughs> what's going on. Because as far as Frank Smith goes, what do they know? They're builders. But we need to know. Like, what does anyone know? No one knows nothing. Because all we hear is, he's clear to fight. He's clear to fight. I think the same. It's going to be a backdated uh, two-year suspension. But what on what on strict liability? And if that's the case, I suppose, do I deserve to know why it's a two-year suspension um, and it's done on strict years, liability? Though. It ain't huh? been two years. I know, and in I, and in I know... November, it will be. Yeah, but he ain't going to wait, he ain't gonna wait until November fight. to fight again. No, but he's fighting in America. Two years in in uh, in in, right. in, in uh, the UK. For one more over there and then back oh, here for the, for right. the Christmas Christmas blockbuster against somebody. Yeah, oh, I see it. Yeah. Ultimately, if you get caught, if you fail two drugs tests, which he did, he failed two drugs tests, right? Twenty twenty two. It's it's almost like do you just get to go on and fight and hold your head up high and go, it wasn't me. What do you mean it wasn't me? Like, what what happened? Like, where's your evidence to prove? Well, don't worry about that. I'm clear to fight. It wasn't me. Just carry on and fighting. Or do you need to, you get done for strict liability. There's some, well, look, strict liability, like uh, Tyson Fury says, it was the wild boar meat. There's reasonable doubt. And then you get on and fight. I just think if he gets done for strict liability, two-year backdate suspension, go on and fight. But then there's always going to be that reasonable doubt there. It's like you say one thing, but the evidence says another thing. And then you either want to believe him or you don't want to believe What's him. What's the fucking point then? What is the point I mean, of the British Boxing Board of Control? What is the fucking you, point? It's just a waste of time, isn't it? Bollocks, if they, if they go, nonsense. okay, um, yeah, we'll backdate that ban. Um, so back in, in October this year, you can come back and fight. All right, then. I'll, uh, I'll see you in October. I'm going to have two two fights in the meantime abroad and make a shitload of money. <laughs> Um, yeah. Is that all right with everyone? Yeah. yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, no problem. All right. But yeah. well, I suppose the only the le- like, in terms of a, a, like a human <laughs> so being, true. so true. Yeah, true. But but what they have done, if they they have disrupted his career, and although they might have not disrupted his earning potential, I wouldn't want to be Conor Ben. I genuinely wouldn't want to walk down the street with anyone that knows anything about boxing looking at me thinking, you dirty drug cheat. That's what most people out there think. So I wouldn't want to be that guy. I just know who I am. Let me ask you a question then, Johnny B, and this goes to you as well. If he does serve a backdated ban, right, from the the date his ban has been served, say it's November the 13th, right, are you then going to stop looking at him like he's a drug cheat from that date? forward moving forward after that or will he always be a drug cheat in people's minds even Depends though you don't actually evidence know is, well, yeah, that's why yeah. we need to know the oh, evidence. we're never gonna know we're never gonna know well, then, when, to, when have got we to. ever known we've got to after this when appeal have we after this appeal after it's all done when the dust settles and we know what his um end result was and, and the out, British, but, well yeah uh, well yeah you might be right but what he should do is go right this is what happened, people. Make a fucking YouTube video, put it on Matrim Social and blah, blah, blah. Come on proper podcast. Come on the proper podcast and spill the beans. But just go, right, this is what happened. Here's the, here's the um, results. Here's what happens to my to the eggs when they go in my body. Here's what happens to the eggs when they go in your body, blah, blah, blah. Just show us all the scientific evidence and then it's up to us, isn't it? But at least then, you know, at least then he's going to get a certain amount of people back on his side. But if exactly. he does what he's doing, what we expect him to do, fuck all. Um, yeah, he's just going to be always having that over the top of his head, isn't he? 
Yeah. And that's yeah, the but thing. then it's a credibility thing, chaps, right? So that's why we're never going to find out. Yeah, but he don't care. It works he doesn't, both he ways, does though. So if he comes out and goes, well, the British Boxing Board of Control done ABC, then they lose their credibility. They're going to go, well, you know, they then people are going to, you know, not really listen to anything they've got to say moving forward. And it's the same the other way. When this legal shit happens, you're never going to find out the, the nuts and bolts of it. No, but you always if someone loses their credibility somewhere along the line whether it's Conor Ben or the British Boxing Board of Control, and that devalues them moving forward. Conor yeah. Ben, especially moving forward, he ain't going to tell you the ins and outs of it because it's going to devalue what he makes, you know, his marketability is going to go down downwards, right? Yeah, but then that's that's what I'm saying. That's up to him. So you, you ask the question, after the two years, do you still look at him as a drug cheat? If I don't know what reason there was for you failing those drugs tests then once two years has gone past, I'm going to look at you and think, yeah, you probably did cheat. That's how I'm going oh, to think. If, because what if he says it was what, you, what, we, what then we, I'll, I'll, whatever saying, the evidence is, I'll look at it. See Tyson Fury, I can't hang my hat on Tyson Fury being a drug cheat. I can't hang my hat on Canelo being a drug cheat. There's always that little grey area. I, think, I don't know, you know. But it's going to be the same now. There's a lot of, you know, they, you know the levels of uh, Clembuterol or whatever it is in uh, the, the, the beef in Mexico. They, yeah. they up the, the levels for Varga. Yeah. Because there's so much of it over there. So whatever, wild boar meat, there's always that grey area. So I can't look at that man and say, you're a guaranteed drugs cheat. That's, well, that's important. How it's, this is going to play important. out, though. It's going to play out. That's why Conor Ben needs way. to put his evidence there. So then at least no one can look at you and go, you are a drug cheat. But by not putting your evidence out there, you're giving all of the fans no other option but to look at you and think, yeah, he probably did it. Because why would you not put the so evidence what, out? what if he says it's eggs? You're going to believe it? If he well, it says depends what? what comes with it. Yeah, exactly. Bacon. So, oh, he says it's eggs. It, it was, you know, I, I was, I was eating too many eggs. There was a no, but bit he done, he done a, he done an interview in a Vanity Talks Fair or something like that. No, he done, he done an interview in the magazine and he listed his diet about four months beforehand, and there was hardly any eggs on it. So yeah. there would have been. It can't. Ain't, he, he said it was not eggs. He gave him the out, Mauricio Solomon. He gave him the out, and he said it ain't the eggs. Because he wanted it's to clear his name. So what is it then? There's going to be a reason. There's going to be an excuse. It's going to be a very but vague. Do the builders one. deserve to know the reason? It's going to be a very vague one, and that's all it's going to be. And everyone's going to have to just either take it or leave it. it. Yeah, you're right. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I, I want a fucking three-hour fucking YouTube video or something on it, and I want to see exactly what you mean <laughs> and how, why, where, when, what was you eating? Um, yeah, but why can, have but you got why proof that Connor you were eating that? Blah this- blah blah. Sorry to interrupt, but why is no. Conor Ben under this level of scrutiny versus all the others that we don't know all the grey areas they about? They'll give the evidence. He's not yeah, the only one who's not giving the evidence. The evidence will be given. It will be vague, will like the other shit, like like the the, yeah. the, the like the clenbuterol, like the nandrolone. It will be to be vague. But it Conor won't be got anything unlucky. Specific. Like everyone wants fucking three-hour uh, YouTube videos, him fully explaining every last little scientific detail. He should have just. You ain't going to get that. When Everyone. they offered him the eggs, he should have fucking took the eggs and run with it. But all you yeah, see, just with, all he should have just gone with mentioned. the wife's fertility stuff in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I popped one of them pills by accident. Done. <laughs> all that money fucking legal fees you could have come to Kaya in a week it would have been over with oh really oh that's easily done son but no hey, worries what's these pills babe yeah. it's been all my replacement oh you're fucking joking aren't you yeah I thought it was an M&M um, all the people that you mentioned though Fury Canelo right they, they got not lucky but Conor Ben got unlucky because of the way it happened so it happened two days before the biggest fight in British 
history, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, there's that so as well. Had a lot of Canelo, it. It, put it this way, if Fury on fight week of Usyk, if he was to happen to fail a test, that will be the biggest news in boxing ever, wouldn't mm. it? It will overshadow Conor Ben. But yeah, with the Canelo one, he wasn't fighting at the time and, um, you know, it was all a bit... Um, yeah, it wasn't covered like this, but it was because of the circumstances. So Connor got unlucky Connor in that ben way, well. but he also didn't handle it well after that, did he? Exactly. He, like, he went on Piers Morgan and that. Canelo didn't fucking go, right, get me Piers Morgan. I'm going to yeah. make a complete twonk of myself on there. So, yeah. It's like Dillian White. Where's Dillian White now? No one's heard that boo from a goose from yeah, him. Yeah, and, and he's not in the news at all. No. For that reason. So it's almost like we've all forgotten about so, it. Well, so, okay. Probably. So, gun at your head, all right? Dillian White fails the drug test, right? He's gone radio silence. No one knows where the fuck he is, right? Not heard anything from him. Do you think he's cheated? Yeah. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> you th- I love Dillian. I love uh, He's I one of my favourite fighters. And, but I can't, I can't sit here after three drugs test fails and go, oh, they were probably mistakes. It's the yeah. behaviour, isn't it? After remember when uh, Nigel Ben done done the interview with uh, Connor Bench, like straight after the first thing as the camera went on to went, "Hi guys," <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it, innit? You got to say it. It's highly likely. It's highly likely. Yeah, you know you can't can't get done up like a kipper like that three times, twice, mate. Nah, well, once, nah. twice, third time. That's it. That's why he's gone quiet. He's going to serve his band as well, and he'll come back and have a couple of fights by then career is probably over do you know what yeah. I mean Didn't and the second time uh, I mean the second time was um, controversial but at least Varda come out or was it Varda or UK and come out and said oh the levels were so low blah 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 this time nobody's come out as they have they Varda or UK they ain't come out and said oh you know it was a very small amount or blah blah mm. blah Varda's kept quiet because they know it was a full Failed drug test. Um, yeah. But this is the thing with Conor Ben. It's just the whole thing. Like, I, I love Eddie Hearn. I, like, I listen to all his interviews. I think the geezer's dynamite, what he's done for boxing, right? But, like, the whole way that this has been dealt with, Conor Ben, Eddie Hearn, like, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, if you could have thought of a worse way to deal with it, they've done it. They've get, done it. So I get the feeling that Eddie didn't have any part of it, though. I don't, There's no 100%. way I can imagine Eddie going, right, get on Piers Morgan, Conor, put out these tweets and then, uh, and also like at one point he was going on Instagram and put his middle finger up to everyone, wasn't he? Yeah. That was and it's like, well, that's not a good that. look, is it? Do you know what I mean? We, no, we all, no. we all loved you, Connor. Like you were the one who yeah. failed the drugs test. Um, and I, I still, I, I love, like, yeah, personally, I want him to be innocent, but I can't see how he is after failing two drugs tests. But you know, yeah. If you've got the evidence, I'm 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 screaming like if I've got the evidence I'm coming out I'm saying it I've got the evidence it's come guys just hang on bear with me I've got to sort out this legal stuff if I'm a multi-millionaire I don't care how much it costs me like your integrity that's all you've got in your life your integrity who you are are you an honest person are you someone you, you can depend on right your family the community that's all you've got in life I don't care what it costs I'll be saying that in every interview boy it's coming Lads, it's coming. All the evidence is coming. Just bear with me. Trust but me. All the evidence, as I said earlier, John, it's like any of that. There, there's uh, credibility issues here. If he does do that and he does have something, and you know Simon Jordan said it, he's got something here. Like, yeah, let's just wait to hear it. him out. But if you start blabbing your mouth, it's British Boxing Board of Control just go down the pan, don't they? It's an interesting. No one's going no to believe any anything they say from now on. If he really has all yeah. this evidence, and uh, you know 
Robert Smith and all that lot have just fuck, fucked his career for nothing. If it really is that, then, then an even if it comes out, and it is, even if it comes out that he is clean and there's a reason behind it all, great. I'll, I'll get behind him. I'm sure, you know, most, well, not most, I don't know whether most people will or not, but it's like, don't come with this whole, oh, then no one we'll never believed me, blah, blah, because your behaviour from the moment you popped until now, it's just, you haven't played it right at all. You've made yourself look like you've done it. Even Eddie Hearn the opposite. Well. I think the opposite. It's, it's he could have just gone quiet. An interesting thing that you was talking about there, like the, the, the type of, the person that fails the drug test. Sometimes we jump to conclusions over other people. So I just want to do a little trial mm. here, a little tester, right? Both of you answer. Johnny, you go first and then Kaya and you go yes or no, right? Did Is you this think- at the same time? Yeah, no, no, well, you, can, no, you go first, John, then Kaya. Did you think Sweet. that they were absolutely drug cheats when this happened, right? Did you? Was you absolutely convinced that they were drug cheats, right? So first of all, Big Baby Miller. Yes, Absolutely, fucking lovely, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I wasn't convinced. No. Nah. I wasn't convinced either. Yeah, I wasn't nah. convinced. I was obviously convinced about Big Baby. Fuck. Was a fucking nose. Miller. Was a uh, nose uh, in thing no, clearer. Well, he said it? it was a nasal spray. Yeah, but um, nasal spray. That's it. Nose clearer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Canelo. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alicia Baumgardner. Hundred percent. Fucking hell, man! The muscles on her, man. Windspan, whatever. Arms. Yeah. Not sure. Can I? Can we do not sure's? Oh come on, bruv. Not sure. Uh, no, I'm not convinced. Fury. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and one more. Hellanius. No. Yeah. Surprised. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's yeah, weird, isn't it? How we, so that's a kind of experiment there because we all judge Wait. it as we see them fighters, how we like them, how we dislike them, blah, blah, blah. You forgot Conor Ben, though, when it, when it first popped. You know, when we was all going to that fight, did you believe he was on it then? Gone, I'll reverse the I'll, questions to yeah, you. Yeah, I was, I was convinced, yeah. Two Varda tests, yeah. I wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Two. <laughs> it's like that was conclusive to me. It's separate times. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't convinced. I, I didn't want to believe it. I felt like you know someone's wife cheats on them or something like that, and they're like, I can't believe it, man. I just, I, I did not want to believe. But after you start thinking, hold on a minute, he's fucking knocking everyone. Yeah. Spark out, man. Like that guy that fought Payanard, and like he's quite aggressive yeah. and you know, crushing I made it in that the gym. Judgment and, as well, yeah. I wanted the fight to go ahead though, because we just paid five hundred cunting quid on fucking tickets, didn't we? It was fucking yeah, buzzing that was for a it. Gutting, absolute gutting. I, yeah. I'm, I'm still look. I'm not trying to be a fucking smart ass here, but I'm still not hundred percent convinced. I'm not that he's a drug cheat because he had so many ways out of this. He could have just gone quiet after he popped twice. He could have just gone completely quiet and, and what, done, yeah, done what, what everyone else does. What but he was so he... defiant. Why would you go on Piers Morgan? What like to 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 because he tried know, to he tried to protect look what every his other fighter does. Look what every other fighter does. They just go off into the distance and it all gets forgotten about. Canelo's now making multi millions each fight, even though everyone thinks he's a drug cheat. Even Oscar Valdez, remember him when he got fucking done for that? What was it? I can't even remember what the drug was, but it was a slimming agent against Robson Conte Chow. T. He's having herbal and he tea fought that night and won, even though he lost. 
But everyone don't no one really talks about him anymore. Yeah, but it's Conor only because he's massive over here, Conor Ben. All those guys you're yeah, talking about, they've all done interviews after, and they've all gone. Saying why would after. you? Why would you make such a song and dance if there wasn't something in it? You had so many easy ways out of it by lying. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent convinced. I'd have to listen to see what happens. Uh, listen, listen to see what comes yeah. out of the, uh, the appeal. In all of those people that I've answered to, I will say this as well: is that I ain't 100. percent no, no, no. I've got a gun at my head, and I have to decide. And that's yeah. the thing with reasonable doubt, uh, strict liability. That was you, the you point know. I was making. Like, I, I'm when you asked me about Connor Ben, I was like, well, at the time, I thought yes, and I still do think yes, but I don't know. It's just the way we judge it from what we're looking at, isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And no one can be blamed for thinking that no. on the evidence that's there. Yeah. We yeah. didn't and see we, Eddie Hearn doing like, interviews. You can't, help, you can't help but put together the fucking, like you said, he was knocking everyone's spark out, when he? But everyone he was, who? Chris Van Heerden. Well, Chris Algieri, who's 140 Algieri, he knocked, he made him do free roller, 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 a roly poly. It made him do free roly polies. You were about to say roller hoop. <laughs> You're right. He, he was, gonna, he, he was he, talking between a hula hoop and a roly poly. <laughs> a roller hoop. You're right. Oh, he didn't get four meller out of there. But everyone else, that period from Vargas was like, wow. It was, mm. wasn't it? It was. And he entered the WBC rankings, I think, in the March, didn't he? The clean uh, boxing program. He entered that in the March. He only really started you know, testing. Help, though. He ain't knocked anyone else out since. Well, that is as well the problem, isn't it? Everyone's yeah. going, oh, really? If we would have stopped one of Dobson or... I don't think it was... They need, they need to stick him in there with someone he can spark out in the next fight, don't they? Just oh, to I, fucking destroy I think Dobson was that person, but it turned out he was a bit better than we oh, all thought. He wants yeah. a rematch, old Dobson. Oh, <laughs> He's probably right off, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, let me flip this question there. Let me just quickly say one thing then on, on, on the drug. So we're all aware... There's drugs in boxing, right? Mm. So what should we do about it, right? So what do we do? If someone fails a drugs test, right, whether it's strict liability or whether they're blatantly being caught, what do we do with this guy? That's the question going out. Go on, quiet. What should we do? Go to it. What do you think? Well, it depends on what they've taken and how much is found in their yeah, system. Uh, I think you, the need, you need to all... clarify that. Yeah. How much, right, how much is found there's, in their system? There's steroid use in there. There's, there's, there's elevated levels, metabolites or whatever steroids Look, in their system. First what thing happens? they need to do, first thing they need to not make it so expensive to run these tests. Right, They're fucking thousands of pounds. No, answer of... the question. Stop, no, but where I'm are you coming going? to it. The answer's in my response. If you just let me finish, stop talking Fuck over me. Hell. I think the problem we have is not everyone's tested as much as they should be. Fucking going on with that cat. Um, yeah, they're not tested as much as they should be because it costs too much. And I think when they do get tested, you might find trace amounts, you might find elevated amounts. I think... Um... <laughs> you just snort. I'm laughing, I'm laughing at his cat. His cat's, his cat's on steroids. He's going mental. Can you hear it? <laughs> fucking little fucker. Fuck off. Go away. Basically, gonna get. Yeah, man, I snort. I the cat's had a fucking bit of PEDs there, isn't it? The cat's been on the (laughs) old fucking clomiphene. Anyway, yeah, I feel like the system's already in place. You can't judge everything's like you judge it on its individual merit. You can't say. Let me give you a hypothetical. Let me give you a hypothetical. You can walk into a room and breathe it in and have a picogram or whatever it's John Jones got done with in in the MMA and still get banned. You know, they're saying any amounts enough, but you. 
you've got to judge everything on this individual. Right, okay, then... so a fighter gets caught with elevated levels of something of steroids, or whatever, in, in his in his blood, and then he says, "Oh, I ate some wild boar meat." Right now, is that what, what happens to that guy? Strict liability. What two year ban? Yeah. How do you have strict liability with food though? So you, you think in... nothing? You don't get nothing? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Fuck it. John, if I had the That's answers, the mate, I wouldn't be sitting here <laughs> talking to you, would I? I don't know. All right, Uncle, All right. let's go to you. <laughs> we come back to you. I was loaded up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's... <laughs> All I heard out of that question was his fucking cat purring. Like, Uncle, you go. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's the way of the world. It's just it's tough shit, really. I think the strict liability's got to apply no matter what. I mean, if you found with elevated anything, anything that's on the banned list and you say, oh shit, that was because I ate that. You shouldn't have eaten that because you should have known what was in it or you should have at least studied what was in it. Most of them do study to a T what they're eating and what they're drinking. So I don't think that's much of an excuse, but if it was a mistake, you can't look at one person and as in the person who's giving out the punishments, you can't go, Oh, that was a mistake for that guy. Um, so we'll leave him and then we'll go to the guy because it, because everyone, everyone's going to go. It was a mistake. As we said, no one's ever really come out and gone. Yeah. Sorry. I was uh, on the old drugs here. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so do you think two years is enough? I don't mind two years. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So for 24 year old gets done two years, it's not the end of the world for him, is it? So say it doesn't incentivize yeah, these yeah, young fighters point. coming up, does it? It it's doesn't incentivize them not to do drugs. Because if I'm a 24-year-old... I does. And I want to be... Uh, it does. I wanna... It does. Because look at Conor Ben. Oh, how, how old's Conor Ben? 26, 27? 27 yeah. now. Look, think, how, yeah. look how much that has affected his career. I know he hasn't had a ban in that time, but let's say he had a ban in that time. All that money that he's lost, all the... Uh, momentum that he's lost it has a massive effect and Not nobody bad, wants that today but he's such a high profile fighter in terms of his integrity right it's affected that but in terms of his earning potential what do all these fighters they're going in to fight what for they're prize fighters they yeah, all want to earn millions you don't want to lose your rep you still don't nobody wants to damage their reputation so okay all right then say you get you do your two years right you do your two years couple of years after that you fail again then what? Oh, you're out. You're out. Oh, you're so out. one strike and you're out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I fair. I think so. It's mm. got to be like that, isn't it, moving forward? It's like amazing. Dillian White that... really shouldn't get... I mean, Dillian White got... No, but the second one, the one before the Oscar Rivas fight, that got retracted. Yeah, as a, yeah. As so you the, can kind of... So, even though now Conor Ben kind of got done on a similar thing, really, because of the Conor Ben levels allegedly are similar to the Dillian White levels, but... Whatever. Anyway, that that second one for Dillian White, it was oh, I don't know, neither here nor there because Varda and UK come out and said, okay, um, the levels were low. But yes, Baby Miller, big Baby Miller, it is a fucking just beyond belief that he's still in the sport after failing. Mm. Has he failed three times now? Hasn't he? he had EPO. I can only be injected. Only failed, be injected. He failed twice, didn't he? But then he failed as well when he was kickboxing. Sorry, but yeah, that yeah. second time. I mean, the whole world said, you shouldn't, that's it, you're out. No, surely don't let him back in. Um, luckily, they did let Everyone him back in. Everyone was loving him Daniel up, Dubois, though, weren't they? Some of Daniel us. Daniel Dubois sent him packing in the end, so well done, well, Daniel. Well, how about this? How about if you fail, how about this then? How about if you fail a drugs test, then for the rest of your career, you have to have 365 days a week 
testing and you have to fucking pay for it if you want a license to fight. Testing yeah, every right, day? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, every or once, a, a, once week, a, yeah. a month. Yeah, once no, a month. That's what happened to um, uh, Big Baby Miller. But he shouldn't have been allowed in again. But after the second one, they said, right, you're on X ban a year and a half or whatever. But in that time, we're going to test you like religiously. And he, he passed them all. And he come back. And, and then he, he got shit. battered. Yeah. And it showed that he needed fucking drugs to be good, didn't it? So, yeah. Got absolutely battered. Not, that was one of the most fucking pleasurable things I've seen was, in the boxing it? ring in yeah. recent times. Well done, I think you two are underestimating Big Baby Miller, man. Yeah, I know. It's not going <laughs> yeah. there, Eric. Johnny B. <laughs> Let's move on up. swiftly. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Again, we've done that to death. Um, but uh, we wait to see what the result will be from... Is it the board he's in front of, or yeah, is he British in front of you, or what? Okay, as right. the British Boxing Board of Control. Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. All right, then, moving on. Mick Hennessy, lead us in, bruv. I'm not being funny. What the fuck is going on? Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. Right, so my Mick Hennessy moment of the week has got to be what the fuck is going on with Terence Crawford. What is he going to do? With PBC literally fucking collapsing before our very own eyes. He had a one-fight deal with PBC, obviously, to, to when he batted Errol Sprence, took all the belts. Um, and now he's kind of left without a promoter, without a broadcaster. What's he going to do? They must be clamouring over him. I mean, is he... That, like, that's a question I want to ask you two and everyone listening. Like, Is he a massive ticket seller now? Now he's beat Errol Spence. Obviously, he isn't that great on the mic and he's not great in press conferences and he's not a massive trash talker, but is it worth Eddie Hearn? Obviously they're the leaders now, Matram and that what they always were. Is it worth him making a play for him? Cause they're going to have to pay him a lot of dough to sign him up on a sort of two fight deal. And if they do, who they fucking give it, give to him, give him next. Who does Terence Crawford fight next on what, on watch channel. So that's my, what the fuck is going on moment. John? Yeah. Yeah. If I mean, I think a great fight for him is Jamel Charlo because he was undisputed at 154 pounds. Good shot. So if he goes up there. Um, but I think Tim Zhu is about to fight Keith Furman in the fight that nobody asked for. Right? That's going to be their pay-per-view fight on Amazon. But I think Tim Zhu is a WBO champion. So um, Terence Crawford can then fight him because if you go up the little deal the WBO have, he can... Uh, fight Tim Zhu. I think Tim Zhu beats uh, Furman for what it's worth. He's ranked fourth in about 100 years. Um, and then that's the fight, Terence Crawford, uh, Tim Zhu. But as I say, how much money are you going to give Crawford? I mean, to the hardcores, we all obviously know and uh, rate Crawford, but to the masses, do people really know who he is? I mean, many people sit next to him on the bus, they wouldn't even know who he is. So, yeah, don't know in what America. they do with him. No, I yeah. agree, yeah. In America, not, they do. Nah, not that much. Yeah, he ain't big in America. I think, nah, I, think he is, nah. I think he is. He is now after Spence. I happened nah. to be. I happened to be in Vegas when that fight was on. I didn't yeah. go to it, but fucking hell, the the atmosphere was electric. Everyone was talking about it. Um, I think he's. I mean, yeah, I know that's the, Vegas, but it to felt the hardcores, like, that fight. I would have said, like, yeah, everyone was waiting for that fight. They finally got in the ring and had the fight. But I mean, I'm saying. To the wider audience in America, I don't think he's a superstar. He ain't like, 
don't know. Well, no, he ain't like Canelo, Canelo and yeah. those types of those types of fighters. He's just but, a rung below that, though. I yeah. don't think he's several rungs below that. I think he, he definitely commands a fee. One of the greatest fighters of our generation, mate. Yeah, and I know you've cut started coming around now, Johnny B, to, to Terence Crawford. I know you are. He's yeah, he is. Fan. I know all I've all I've ever said. The eye test, the geezer's mustard. What he does, but all I'm saying for how much everyone goes on about him for what he's done. When you look at his resume, you fucking just picking holes in Canelo's resume a minute ago, right? So when you start looking at his <laughs> resume, aggression. no, 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 you <laughs> know, because like you always start throwing stones, but you don't like it when I throw them back. Yeah. But when you look at his uh, resume, so he won, he, he unified against Victor Postel, right? So Victor Postel, right? That's who he unified against, right? Then when he beat uh, Julius Ndongo, Ndongo was about 35, so he become undisputed in that, in that division. Then, then he moved up to welterweight. And in welterweight, it's Jeff Horn, Jose Benavidez Jr., Amir Khan completely washed up, Cavalascas, Kel Brook completely washed up. Uh, the only fight on there is Sean Porter, who was winning the fight until he got stopped in the 10th round. And then a washed up Errol Spence. Wait, and a washed up Errol Spence. All I'm saying is, yeah, don't test me and say about his resume. He's had, like, Canelo's got a better resume than Terence Crawford. Fuck, so look at that vein sticking out your forehead. Anyway, go on, <laughs> but even so, even so, you watch that Spence fight. Do you think anyone beats him? Nobody beats him. Errol Spence had a fat belly about three months before that fight. I don't know. Like, fucking reason were you Terminator. There. Fucking Terminator. Reason. I'll tell you what then, let me throw this out there. Eddie Earn signs him up. Get ready, boys and girls. Canelo Connor beats ben, him. Connor Ben versus Terence Crawford. I'm not oh. saying that all tongue in cheek, but I don't know. Yeah. He's once. He, he, he batters like everyone. I mean, he probably clears up one five four, doesn't he? Who's there in I mean, there's some fucking good fighters in a They hate each other as well, Charlo and, and Crawford. They hate each other. So that, I think that's a really good fight to make. But yeah, anyway, that was my what the fuck moment. Yeah, like it, like it. Okay, my what the fuck is going on moment, courtesy of Mick Hennessy this week, is Javante Davis. Once again, leaking texts, leaking emails. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's great. I, I, love, uh, I always love the entertainment of boxing and the politics and that, but I'm also looking at it thinking, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? And also, <laughs> wind your fucking neck in, man. Eddie Earn in that email, whether that email was actually fucking real or not, but Eddie Earn's offered him 10 million, right? And you're going, oh, I'm worth miles more than that. That's 10 million with pay-per-view, all this, everything else on top. He's like sponsorships and he's, he's bound to earn 25 mil. And it's like, oh, that's peanuts to me. It's like, wind your fucking neck in. We're all fucking scraping about down here trying to fucking make ends meet and you've been offered 10 million and you're being a cunt about it. Fuck off, honestly. <laughs> I'm sick of him. I love him well, <laughs> for, the, for the entertainment that, factor, but I'm sick of his fucking attitude, man. Yeah, wind your that neck was in. T- yeah. That was 10 mil guarantee. It was up to 20 mil with, yeah. you know... The, the, you the, the, the Who do you think you are as down. well? And also, you're like, you're like featherweight, bordering on lightweight and that and and like at the end of the day you can't command what these heavyweights command i don't care if you think you're the face of, the, of boxing you're not you're not the face of boxing well mm. mate he's he's fighting frank martin now which that frank martin there are a lot of people high on that uh he's, guy, good right? fighter, but mate. he's yeah but he's fighting him and that's their other pay-per-view fight so they're get, getting him out as pay-per-view and i i agree i agree i think 
Javante Davis is class. He could be the best of all of those guys, right? We won't know unless he, he fights everyone and that. However, it's another cherry picker. As you say, like, look at the, the fighters yeah. in and around him. He ain't fighting those guys. He's going to Frank Martin now. This is a little PBC deal. But I don't I don't blame him for not fighting um, Conor Benno. But, yeah, Frank Martin, is that is that the fight now? Now we've got Devin Haney and, and Juan Garcia fighting each other. Like, let, let's see if Devin Haney beats Juan Garcia. Are you going to go and fight Devin Haney? No, he fucking won't. No, he won't. Go and no. fight Andy Cruz. Connor Ben's name for him, though, is quality, isn't it? Javumpa Lumpa. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think on Lee? I mean, I know what you're going to say because you're a, we're all pretty much the same calibre. It's not the thing to do. But like leaking all these emails, leaking all these texts. It's poor, fucking grass. I've got some shit on fire if you ever get fresh boy. I'll tell Mate, you. Mate, I've got shit on you and all. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I think we'll just keep that, keep that uh, where it is, son. Uh, yeah, no, it's a bit of a liberty, isn't it? Like offering him. Deal. I think Eddie knows, though. Like whatever offer he sends him, that's ending up on Twitter. Just or uh, maybe Eddie Earns done it because he knows he was going to leak it, and there was never going to be ten million. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just to fuck him, know that he was going to leak it yeah. anyway, and make him look like a bit of a shit ass. Who but knows? Eddie Earns turning smart, down ten million. Cat. No, he fucking bite his arm how off much, for ten million. How much million. did he earn for Ryan Garcia? Apparently probably, they aren't a lot. Probably if he lot gets more. 20 mil to fight Conor Ben, he ain't getting mil. that to fight Frank Martin. No way. No. That's what I mean. What other names are there other than Haney where he could earn that sort of money that Eddie offered him? There isn't. There I mean, isn't. Literally, you can put him on Tier one hand. Tiafimo Lopez would be a big fight, I reckon. Yeah, that's a massive big fight. numbers. Yeah, okay, maybe. Um, but he ain't going to fight him. But more, more than that? More than 10 million? As in ten million, and then all all the bonuses on top. Literally two or three names out there. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, yes, that's uh, that's my what the fuck moment. The geezers are melt. My what the fuck moment is Amir Khan saying the guy to make the next fight against Manny Pacquiao is Turkey Alashake. It's the fight that deserves to be in Saudi Arabia. So Amir Khan coming back to fight Manny Pacquiao, that is my what the fuck is going on. Because ultimately, he's a drug cheater and all. Yeah, this has been a bit of a show yeah. about drug cheating. It's like, you failed your, your drug test, you get a two-year ban. You know, to be fair, he fronted it and, he, you know, he, he faced it or whatever. He went on to What did he say? He didn't say he took it, though. He just said... Didn't say oh, he, he went on drugs. the plate, damn, didn't he? he? went, oh, I can't believe it. No, I, mean, oh, I don't you know, know about I don't, that. I don't believe yeah. it. He went, honestly, like, I come back from the jungle, I'd eaten all the strawberries, and then I, <laughs> I, apparently I've had a drug test. I couldn't fucking believe it. It's like, oh, shut up, your melt. Is that another melt? Honestly, mm. get in the bin, Amir. Like, I loved him throughout his career, but you failed a drugs test. You're a drugs yeah. cheat. You ain't proved fuck all. Do you know what he did as well, right? It really gets my goat this situation because after his <laughs> drug test, right, he went on fucking Photoshop. He put up a UCAD thing on Photoshop and wrote out, UCAD are clearing Amir Khan because we made mistakes, blah, 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 blah. He and he did. put it up That's on his Instagram. Confirmed. I swear to you oh, right now. I swear wow. to you right no now. Way, He's probably he? still on his Instagram. Yeah. UCAD had nothing to do with that. He made fucking that on hell. fucking Photoshop, on paint, Microsoft Paint. Jesus Christ. And you know what the irony is, is he wants to fight Manny Pacquiao who's come up from fucking straw weight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting 154 pounds, eight-time yeah. eight-weight world champion. Spaghetti weight, man. Yeah, and I remember yeah. when he fought Jeff Horn, Manny Pacquiao, mate. He had all these fucking zits on his back. 
could have yeah. like dot to dot on his back. I'm thinking, you are bang on the roid, sunshine. Yeah, absolutely yeah. juice to the gills. All the uh, the training videos with Freddie Roach and that. Listen, if they want to crack on, Khan and Pacquiao, just let them crack on. No VADA testing, you know, exhibition fight. Do what you want. If you want to fucking jeopardise your own life, just don't bring it into the sort of professional but, no, space. But, but, oh, no, but oh, serve, the, fu- serve a fucking ban first or something it's not like gonna that. Be a, it's going to be an exhibition. It ain't going to be licensed. It's going to be in Saudi. I mean, if Conor Bennett can go and fight in the States, then they can go and fight in Saudi. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's the same thing as the My question is this. Is, hold on a minute. Is Amir Khan a Muslim? He is, isn't he? He does Ramadan and that. So, I mean, I can see how, you know, Turkey had a shake, you know, Amir Khan. I think he's like a, he's an ambassador, isn't he? I think he works over there in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, he does. Something to do with the WBC. Yeah, it is. That's what he does. So I can see how they might want to do something with him to go over there and put off, uh, to put him in a fight. But uh, is, is that what we want? Is, that, is Manny Pacquiao Van Rikan? I mean, Manny Pacquiao, he's a legend in the sport, like what he's done. To see him get in the ring one more time, will they go toe-to-toe though? Are they going to try and knock each other out or is he just going to be of an exhibition? Some of those spars at the wild card though, mate, they were fucking ferocious back in the day when he went to Freddie Roach, Amir Khan. So if it's, yeah. if any, if it's anything like that, it could be three or four rounds of fun. So you but signed yeah. up for it? No, they do the 12 rounds. It wasn't that long ago. He was getting in the ring with Kel Brook. When did Manny Pacquiao oh, That went 12 less? rounds, did it? Fucking hell. When was Manny Pacquiao against Ugas? Was that his last fight? That was 12 yeah, rounds, I think. I that think. was his last fight, yeah. So yeah, um terrible. He looked terrible. So would you would you pay would you pay to watch this? Would you stay up nah, to watch this fight? I'm not paying for it. You wouldn't start to watch Manny Pacquiao and Amir Khan. Just go in the it. Middle East, we ain't got a fucking start for it anyway. So it's uh, Yeah, but it's I mean good. eleven o'clock, you're a bit and I'll get in yeah, you guys yeah, even yeah. nine o'clock. I wouldn't pay for that. That'll come on the old linkage thing. All right, okay, let me rephrase the question. <laughs> <Cheeky linkage. laughs> would you would you uh, be excited about it? That's what I'm trying to say. Do you know what? No. Probably. I probably why wouldn't you be? What, because of the drugs? Just in the yeah, same way. Like, I don't like the way he goes about it. I don't like the way he's gone about all this. It's, it's bollocks. It's, Listen, it's, it's the bollocks. same way I'd be excited to go and watch Cirque du Soleil in Leicester Square. I've got tickets to go watch that. You know, it's a circus act. Oh, I went to see that. If I bored the fucking life out of me. I got yeah, actually, I haven't seen it. I don't think I've planned on seeing that either. There were some hell. amazing moments in it. Like, they do some incredible things, but the majority of it's like, fuck it now. Well, maybe yeah. not Cirque du Soleil then, something a bit more, you know, circus-like. Yeah, I'd probably want to watch it, but yeah, I ain't jumping off the fucking chandeliers about it. You know what I mean? Nah. So that's that, isn't it? That's the what the fuck moments. Yeah. Wicked. Right. Um, we're going to finish off with, well, with, uh, I mean, there is some boxing this weekend. Just very briefly to talk about it before we finish off of uh, off with fans' questions. Um I don't like the word fan. Followers and listeners questions. Um, we love you all, so thank you for sending them in. Uh, but just quickly, um, yes, uh, we've got Eggington this weekend, haven't we? Eggington versus Baru on Friday. And Kolmatov versus Ford as well. So uh, any thoughts on them, boys? I just, Egerton, like, Geezer's lost eight times, but just super fucking exciting. Comes to fight. It's always a bloodbath. Yeah. Just, if he's on the TV, I'm excited and I'm watching it. I don't give he's a shit. He's lost. He? Yeah, he's just, you know, I, I just worry for the guy's health. Every time I see him fight, I just think, surely that's got to be the last one now. But he comes in his next fight and he just, yeah, puts it all on the line. So, yeah. Although, Channel John, five, I, I would have to say you're wrong there, though, because um, Egerton's not exciting. 
according to Sky Sports. So, um, mind you, oh, yeah. mate, that's incorrect. Yeah. Fucking mad. Fucking if you ain't excited, I don't know what is. That's the most exciting fighter over on these shores in the last 15 years, <laughs> mate. You look at his record, he'll lose a fight. I and mean, you go back to, you know, when he, I think he was on the verge of a of a world title shot. I think he was, wasn't he? I can't remember who he fought. He got knocked out Liam the first Smith. two rounds or whatever. Liam and then Smith. he got, yeah, and there was Liam Smith. And then he goes on this little streak of wins. Then he come up against Ted Cheeseman, lost in a, one of the fight of the year contenders. That was incredible. Yeah, incredible. Fight. Goes on another fucking a streak of wins, and then he loses again. I fought against what's his name, Bilal Jukatu, whatever it was. Oh See, that yeah, fight, that was a f- jeez. It's not back, back in the Roman days. Or I was sitting, that was. yeah, I was sitting behind my fucking sofa, mate, looking through my hands, looking at that fight. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, mate, sign me up, Sam Egerton. Love him to death. One yeah, of my favourite fighters. I hope he fucking made a few quid out of the sport. Exactly what really I was going to say. He's that guy where you look at him and his career and just think, please let him just invest whatever money he gets. And it's just yeah. so, yeah, he, he ends up up with something because he deserves it. Yeah, mate. Lovely stuff. Well, good luck, Sam Eggett, and we love you. Right. Um, yes, your questions have been flooding in this week after um, the two or three that trickled in last week. But um, yes, we love them two or three that trickled in last week. However, this week we have a few to get through. So thank you for sending them in. That is very kind of you. Right, first question from Swalker or S. Walker. <laughs> right, Swalker, <laughs> we call him. <laughs> Good old Swalker. Right, he says, question for you, lads. What got you all into boxing? How old were you? And why do you reckon it's the best sport? Kaya? Um, my first memory, really, was the Marvin Hagler Sugar Ray Leonard fight. We're all old on here. Well, not all of us, but I'm fucking Speak old. Speak for your anyway, self. Yeah, I know, I know. But that was my first memory. I remember watching the fight, and I remember, you know, it was when Sugar Ray Leonard come out of a three-year absence from the ring, went in there, first time at middleweight, fought Marvin Hagler. Everyone thinks he got robbed, Marvin Hagler. I don't think that. I think it was quite a close fight. Could have gone either way. But I remember watching the razzmatazz of the fight. Sugar Ray Leonard, still now, is probably my favourite fighter of all time. You know, everyone gets asked that question. Fucking hell, me and you might actually agree on something. Mine is Sugar Ray Leonard, because he had everything. (laughs) Defensively, he was flash. Great outside the ring, you know, he could stand in the pocket and trade with you as well. He's honestly just one of the greatest fighters ever lived, uh, probably as I say, mine. But that was it for me. From then, I was pretty much hooked. Yeah. I love the, uh, I love how uh, how uh, raw and naked it is in terms of when you get in the ring, all that bullshit goes out the window and it really literally is you versus someone else and it can just go any way. I've sparred a lot of rounds in the time in my time, and one thing boxing teaches you is teaches you to be humble. Because if you think you're a fucking Charlie Big Bernard is going in a boxing round, I know, Unc, you had your uh, boxing session didn't you the other day. And um, the first one you yesterday, yeah, viewers, yeah, viewers yeah. about that as well. But I've I've sparred a lot of rounds, and it really is one of the most humbling sports. And any sort of preconceived ideas you've got that boxing gyms are full of rough kids and all that, it really is completely the opposite. And you go in there and you 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 spar rounds, and especially if someone's better than you, they know that they're better than you, so they bring it down a notch. If you're better than someone else, you'll bring it down a notch to help the person in front of you, and it becomes this this family or, orientated uh, brotherhood and sisterhood as well, because a lot of girls do it now, uh, and it really is one of the most incredible sports out there. And the fighters they start. They start their careers with fuck all. They're going out there running silly, silly o'clock in the morning to fight fucking in eight weeks' time for three, four grand. So the, the authenticity that comes with the sport 
is what I love the most. You know, all these prima donnas in football can fucking do one, really. This sport is real. It's for the real people. Yeah, man. Good answer. Johnny B? Fucking great answer. Yeah, I couldn't put it better than that. Just two fighters, when they come together, I think it was Klitschko. He said, boxing is like magic. You get all that aggression and anger and that testosterone, but you have to bring it into the ring. You have to learn, you know, whatever your straight punches, your hooks, a little bit of movement. You sort of bring it all together to be controlled. And it is, it's like a sweet science ultimately. Um, but what yeah. Was your first so, no, my first memory was um, Barry McGuigan. So my dad's Irish. So I remember being young. So it would have been in the eighties. And um, my dad letting me stay up, basically, to, to watch Barry. I can't remember what fights they were, but I remember just excited, because my dad was excited, watching Barry McGuigan uh, fight. And I remember, I think Barry McGuigan fought in America, and I remember begging my dad to, and my mum to let me stay up to watch it, because it would have been in the early hours. And then uh, uh, and then my mum said, no, it's too late. My dad like, saying, no, no, I'll wake you up. I'll wake you up. Did he wake me up? No, he fucking didn't. <laughs> he just said that to shut me up. I no think. Sky Plus back then, son, was there? Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, Barry McGuigan, basically. Barry, I met Barry McGuigan, and uh, he was the first person that I heard call me a plastic paddy, which was I was, was quite funny. But, uh, but yeah, um, and also, so, yeah, and then just uh, – Nigel Benn, um, Chris Eubank Jr. And then Ricky Hatton, his early fights for the British title. Remember my uh, my sister's boyfriend at the time, he was big on uh, Ricky Hatton. And uh, yeah, I remember just watching, followed Ricky Hatton all his career. And then, yeah, all like the big fights, staying up to watch Bruno fight, you know, Tyson, Lennox Lewis and that. And then really, really got into it. I'd say like the last four years when we started doing the other channel love boxing mm. we really started to study it whereas before yeah. i was a little bit more of a casual fan do you know what i mean but echo everything that kaya said done a bit of boxing you should do a bit of kickboxing in those gyms it's just there's just the element of respect and it's humbling isn't it it's just yeah. humbling you do get yeah. a few come in there and think they're the fucking bollocks and take the piss out of someone who's not as good as them and one of the senior people will see it drag him in the ring and give him a slap a few slaps and before you know it, you're humbled I you remember, know how to respect respect people in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, someone gave me a few licks. I remember we, I started sparring with him. You'll know who I'm talking about. And uh, and he goes, like, when you start sparring, he touch gloves, he goes, um, uh, touch sparring, yeah? As in, like, we're just going to go, like, nice and soft. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, a bit of a novice. I was, uh, yeah, all right. Started messing up. Bang, bang. It just started, like, fucking licking me up. Weren't much I could really do about it. And then... Um, he was doing it to a load of novices in the gym. I know who you're talking about. And then Stuart, he basically two black eyes, got him in the ring, (laughs) battered the shit out of him in front of everyone. Yeah. The geezer's running a business as well. Cause he'll scare off all like people going there. Think, Yeah. Getting battered every week going down there. But, um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. Love it. I just, the things why I love box as well. What else do you have when you watch it? And you're at the edge of your seat. Yeah. You can't take your eyes off it. When you're watching football, you can take your eyes off it for a little bit. You know, do a text. You literally have to text, don't you? During the uh, yeah. the break or whatever in between rounds. But then you're just glued to it. You know, you're trailing yeah. into going. When, when, yeah, when I'm watching a fight and I need a piss, I, I like I wait for the bell to ring on the round <laughs> and I run to the fucking pisser. Pray that's not a long I, piss. I'm like squirting everywhere. <laughs> like got to get back to see it. Um yeah, for me, it was uh, my first memory was uh, Lewis and Tyson. I didn't see the fight, but I was only I was 
bit, I'm a bit younger than you boys. So I'm a, I was 11 at the time and, uh, I was in Cyprus and this, the, um, everyone was talking about it and, um, it was just really exciting. Everyone talking about it. And, uh, and then a few years went past and then I got addicted to Ricky Hatton, absolutely addicted. Mm. And it was when Hatton was facing Mayweather my dad had this, he bought this dodgy fucking skybox off some fucking dodgy dealer. And I watched all the build up, all that HBO. You remember yeah. it? it was so good at 24 seven and that, and the build up was sensational, but I just got absolutely fixated with Hatton because of what he could do really, who he was and just how tough he was. And, um, yeah, from Hatton Mayweather, I got obsessed and, um, yeah, same same as you boys. Everything echo everything you said there, but for me, it's just the fact that this sport is so different to every other sport. Whereas I could give a, I could give football a go, I could give basketball a go, I could give whatever, but I don't fancy my chance in a boxing ring against someone, a professional boxer. Do you know what I mean? No mm. matter how, it's a different mindset, a different confidence, it's a different warrior mentality that you just don't get in every sport and you have to have balls of steel. And I, as much as we not slate them, but you know, I mean, we criticize and we look in depth at fights and whatnot and fighters at the end of the day, it all comes back to, we love them and we give them the utmost respect for even stepping in the ring and doing what they do. So we absolutely give them full, full uh, props there. Um, Mm. So yeah, that was that was me. It's mad. We all mentioned Ricky Hatton, and do you know yeah. what? You know, like often you hear about Anthony Joshua, what he's done for boxing, you know. But when you think about it, like Ricky Hatton, he's done enormous. Yes, yeah. Anthony Joshua will be the Ricky Hatton though for the younger generation now. He sort of carried the torch on from Ricky Hatton, then mm. didn't he? Yeah. Not really anyone else was it? It's Ricky Hatton, but yeah, yeah. If he was ben, born ben in two thousand and ten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you was born in 2010, do you know what I mean? And, or 2005 and you was like 10 years old fucking watching Anthony Joshua's rise. Born then. No, I mean, if you watch his rise. Yeah. All right, next question anyway. <laughs> Thank you, uh, S. Walker, your top man. Thank you for that. Good question. Uh, yeah, like good that. question. Second question from Jaden Christian. I like a man with a big penis and sturdiness. Will you show me here? Click the link. Yeah, I like oh, no, so Sorry, that hold on. That's not you. Yeah. <laughs> That genuinely was something that come through amongst the questions. Jaden, that's a fucking boy's Christian. name. Well, oh, there, there you go. There was a rainbow flag at the start of that message. Oh, so mate. You, know, you know you clicked on that link, one of you. Yeah, I've got a phone call with him later. I'll let you know if he's a boy or a girl. <laughs> um, right, next question from a mad name. Uh, well, W-H-R-L-D-S-F-R. So, yes, thank you for your question anyway. <laughs> Legend, right? Hello, lads. I love the pod and I've watched every episode. Top man, will you ever go into MMA? Will you ever go into the MMA side of combat sports? Love from Sweden. Top man, Swedish viewer. Legend, right? Um, will we ever go into MMA? I'll start on this one. Do you know what? W H R L D S F R. Um, we would love to. Uh, well, I speak to myself there. I would love to get more into MMA. I just can't when it's not as big as it is in America over on these shores. I got into it when the McGregor years were in motion because of McGregor and because there was a relatability factor where he was, you know, British. Oh, well, he's not British, he's Irish. like. But still, it felt a bit more closer to home. But 
Yeah, just until and it, I do find it a bit mad that nobody's there's no big promoter over here doing it, and it's made it onto you know prime time TV that sport, but it just hasn't. So I just can't get fixated with it like I do boxing because I've got Eddie Earn and Frank Warren in my face all the time. If I had a Dana White over here in my face all the time, telling me how good these fighters are and blah, 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 I'd be into it. I mean, again, it goes back to what we said a minute ago. I like, they're the, they're the toughest and most brutal athletes on the planet and they're great to watch, but just because it's not in my face and on prime time, British time, I struggle to watch it. So, yeah, Kaya? I used to love it back in the day. Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz. I used to watch it back then. It was, honestly, I used to, I loved it up until, as you say, the Conor McGregor days. Um, I watched his whole career unfold and then all the fights that he had along the way. And then he kind of went off into the, to the distance and I fell out of love with it. I think it just needs a few more characters involved. Like, for example, when we had the Leon Edwards, Colby Covington fight recently, because Colby's a troll, right? And trash talks a lot. Everyone bought into it, and he said that horrible thing about Leon Edwards' his dad, by the way, which I thought. Yeah, I did see that. He's a scumbag. Prick, but, but you know, it sold the fight, and we was all invested in. It. I even bought the fight because I wanted Leon Edwards to take my part, part of my money, because I'm assuming he took some of the uh, the pay per view. But I watched Leon Edwards against Kamara Usman. Well, that was sensational. And as you say, Unk, it's like it's on at silly o'clock, so. It's hard for us. It's hard for us, you know, when the when the fights are on at Vegas, to stay up to, to, to that time and watch it. So, yeah, I just don't know if I've got enough time to fully invest into it, but you never know. You never know. John? Still love yeah, the sport. Exactly the same as you guys. Watched loads of it. And, yeah, the Conor McGregor, when he beat uh, Aldo, I'd watched every one of his fights up until yeah. that point. Yeah. It was just, um, oh, did yeah. you, so you were So you were into it? I was into it, yeah. yeah. I was watching, like, but not like hardcore, like say like Chuck Liddell and whatever, like Nate Diaz and GSP and all that. I used to, I used to watch it, but uh, not like a hardcore fan. Like I, won't, I don't understand jiu-jitsu and like, he's got him in an armbar and a kimura and all that. I sort of get it, but um, but yeah, I love it. I think it's a great sport, but yeah, like it's, it's only so many hours you've got in the week. Like we say, like with work, with kids, like like doing like this and the channel we used to do before. But if I mean, they are doing more British fights, aren't they? They are doing stuff Starting in to, yeah. Abu Dhabi. Um, so if there was more stuff over here prime time, and the thing is, like, Leon Edwards, he ain't a big personality. And we say this all the time, don't we, like, over here in boxing. It's like, at the moment, if he was a big personality, he might be able to carry more Brits into the sport like Conor McGregor uh, did. Uh, like Darren Till. Darren to Till did, yeah. I was about to say that. He, he, he's a big character. And I think he got us all involved when he fought for the yeah. world title, didn't he? He fought for the world title. Yeah, what was it? He fought the... Uh, he lost he against Kamara. I thought it was Kamara Usman. Might have been he Kamara. Lost, he, no, know. he beat the thingy over here, didn't he? He beat... Uh, the one was good with the kicks. Adesanya. He, he lost to Adesanya, like, like, didn't really, he? Is that, am I, am I making he got that knocked out by Masvidal, didn't he? Did Masvidal knock him out? He got knocked out cold by Masvidal and then he fought for the belt. Against somebody. So oh no! He no, he did. He, he no, he lost to. Um, oh mate, yeah, he it was got right hand. Five rounds. Well, who did you say a minute ago? Who did well, you Kamara say? Usman was it? No, nah, it someone else. The wrong weight. It's a middleweight. Stop now! I can't think who it was. Right, it was super boring fight. I don't know why to dig him out all the time. Well, no, that's another thing, isn't it? With, with boxing, I mean, boxing sometimes can be very boring, 
You know what I mean? If both men are being cautious, you know what I mean? Like that Shaka Stevenson, De La Santos fight, very boring. <laughs> but I personally would feel that boxing is, maybe I'm biased, but I just feel it's more entertaining because sometimes when they're on the floor and they're just wrestling in the MMA, I'm like, oh, fuck me, when are they going to get up? Do you know what I mean? I personally find boxing more entertaining. Mm. Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone oh, Woodley, that was it. Yeah, yeah he watched, he's about eight it, weights above him, and I'm talking shit there. That's how much oh, I mate, fucking know really, about him. You answer to your question. Thanks for the question as well. Respect from Sweden is that we watch it, but we'll just watch the big fights. And yeah. with Conor McGregor, if he comes back, I'll certainly day, be watching that. We just we need a British superstar who does what Hatton did with boxing in MMA, um, and that would ultimately that would yeah. take it to new levels for us. Um, legend. So anyway, Jordan Kelly. Um, this is a great question. If there was a heavyweight tournament between all the heavyweight prospects, who do you think would win? And he's talking about Ituma, Wardley, Anderson, Dubois, Sanchez, Fisher. He says, for example, if there's anyone else we can think of in there, loving the pod and vids of quality. Thank you, Jordan. You're a legend. Right. Okay. That's a great question. So um, who do we think would win that heavyweight tournament right now? Right now. I don't think Wardley's a prospect, so we can rule him out of that. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's say in about four years' time. Three years' time, sorry. Three years' time. (laughs) Who wins? I'm putting my balls on the table here. Johnny Fisher. Oh, big ball! Yeah, yeah, man, I'm, it's his I'm, birthday honestly, today. Happy birthday, Johnny, by the way. What what, what he did in what, his last fight. You think he fight? beats Moses Atuma? Oh, why did you take, why did you ask me that? Fuck oh, well, I've got another one to throw in here and all. Why did you ask me that? Jalalov. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking Jalalov. Jal- Olympic gold medal. Fucking beast as well, man. But this is the thing. He's six, six foot seven, Southport. Um, and then you've got that Richard Torres, who he beat. In the Olympics, who won the silver? Jalalov's a beast. Yeah, that Richard Torres, mate. I just want him to succeed in boxing so much. He's got a puck of personality. He just looks the part, doesn't he? He's like the American. I'm, uh, not, I'm not high on Jared Anderson, by the way. I'm not. I don't know. You know, I, after, I, after I, I watched I'm the not. Charles Martin fight, I, I, I think he's very beatable. Yeah, I'm not. I think I'm he's not very convinced. beatable. No, I um, think he's got some skills. Anderson. I say Johnny Fisher. I know when you start reeling off all them Olympic medalists and that. Then this look, you got look. We all I love, just love Johnny. the Johnny Fisher story. Maybe I'm being a bit biased there. All right, let me take yeah, my bias do. hat off. Like, take me bias hat off. I, I'm right, going to so... be totally honest, and I would say that out of everyone that they named there, the way things are going, just purely from the eye test right now, and I just think he's going to get better and better and better. Moses. I think Moses yeah, may be the king Moses. of that. That, um, he's only 18 and he fucking 18 he's only 18 19, do you yeah. know what I mean and look at Dubois like when Dubois started he was doing what Moses was doing and then he's had that in between bit where he lost a few lost to Joe Joyce but now he's on a back on it again on, yeah he's back on the it's just uh, how he's matched though isn't it like, don't do what they did with Dubois Sam Jones was right give him some middle fights before we start putting, sticking him in there with monsters but if Moses they, they, and Tumor is matched right then, yeah, yeah, they want him to be the uh, youngest ever heavyweight champ. That's going to be very difficult to do because of the nature of boxing. But still, if they're willing to take him relatively easy, when he gets to 25, 26, he's going to be a fucking beast. I agree. Yeah, the thing that I wor- worries me, though... Than Jalilov. 
This is the thing I'm going to say. So, like, Jalilov's six foot seven. He's yeah. a southpaw. Giza can move around the ring. He's got very good movement. Um, how is Moses Atoma going to deal with someone like that? And I know he's out there training with Tyson Fury. He's training with uh, Joseph Parker and that. So, he's obviously good. But I wouldn't mind having a look at some of those sparring sessions. Because, like, when you're small, like, you're giving away those advantages, those big, long levers. Especially if you see it with Tyson Fury, take that little step back. You're just constantly out of range. Although I did notice that Jalilov, I was watching a little bit of him the other day, and he does get clipped over the top of his jab quite a bit. Um so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think at, right now, if they was all to fight, I'd say Jalilov because of the Olympic uh, pedigree, won the gold medal, the background. Um, he's got the height. He's got the range. But Again, though, is he a prospect? 14 wins, 14 KOs? I suppose he is. Yeah, I suppose he is. He's had, I mean, what are they doing with him, though? Like, what are they doing with him? That Richard Torres, he's a good fighter as well. Uh, I, I like Jared Anderson. I mean, Jared Anderson, I don't think he's got a massive amateur background. I think he was going to go to Olympics and he didn't. Um, he went in there against Charles Martin. But I suppose Charles Martin scored, didn't it? He? He's been around the block. I mean, I still think he's a good fighter, actually. No, Tyson Fury said he's the future world champion about Jared Anderson. So he, he'd think he'd know, wouldn't he? Do you know what I mean? I think he's a good fighter. Uh, let me throw this one to you both now then. So have I said this to you before? Who wins him? Fabio Worley, Daniel Dubois. We're all talking. Oh, do we need to oh, give a decision? Oh, out I love this? that fight. I fucking hope that happens. That oh, fight, such a good fight. I mean, he's got to beat fight. Fraser Clark, but I personally think he will. Yeah, um, Fraser Clark. I'm going to go Fabio. I'm going to go Fabio. Yeah. yeah. In, in a think... thriller, in an absolute blockbuster of a fight. Yeah. yeah he might even have to, have be... to get up off the off the floor. Have to be careful because if he if he connects the bois. And talking of Fabio Wardley, here he is. Here he is. Yes, Fabs. What's going on, boys? What are you doing? Nice what are you doing, you. man? How's it going? I'm all all right, son. I'm all all right. How's things? Yeah, good, good, man. Good, good. Thank you for joining us. My worries, man. My worries. Look how fresh he looks, he man. Does look like, he's probably fresh, been sparring he? all day. I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm fucking. Oh, up. somebody sparked him out. That's given Fraser a bit of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So, buzzing for this fight? Are you buzzing and ting for this fight? Yeah, yeah, mate. Can't wait to get stuck in. Can't wait to get stuck in. I love the big occasions, love the big events. So, it's, it's going to be a mad one. We're going to be there. Oh, you yeah, along, we're going yeah? to be there in our Fraser Clark t-shirts. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking banging so, card, isn't it, uh, as well? Marku, Congo. Yeah, 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 I did. I did, I did. It's, I made a point and I said, like, look, we need to put on a, a big card as well because, like, we can't... I'm doing all right, but I can't fucking carry the show all on my own. So we need to put some decent names on there. But fair play to them and Boxer and that. They have um, they've done well. They have done very well. They have done very well. So... We won't go into detail about your past, but come on, from recruitment to here, did you ever see this mad thing happening? Uh, nah, not like this at least, anyways. Not not to this extent and not to this level, I don't think. Um, I've said before, like, I, I always thought, like, I'd just have, like, maybe 15, 20 pro fights, but they'd all be on, like, small hall shows, your call, whatever, and then maybe I'd fight for, like, a southern area, an English on like the undercard of an O2 show at like right at the end of my career and that was my big finish and I'd have been really happy with that at that point. That'd have been great. And then mad that the O2's the venue I fought at the most now and I'm headlining it. So it's um life comes at you fast. It's funny. Know, it's funny how man. things go. 
Fair play to you. Go on, John. I was going to say, yeah, so you had four white collar fights. Is that correct? Yeah, just the four. It's outrageous. So uh, the first time I see you fight, I think it was against Williams. I think it was about your... Phil fourth, Williams. Phil Williams. Phil Williams. And I remember I was doing a channel with uh, with Kyra. We see you fight and I didn't want to get too high straight away because of the background. But I was like looking at the way you moved around the ring, just the confidence, the way you was throwing your punches, the movement. But it's almost like you couldn't go, oh, this is one guy to watch because of the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How have you dealt with that? Like, the, I suppose the imposter syndrome is what they call it. The, yeah. Am I good enough? Have I got all this amateur background? How have you dealt with that? And in terms of your learning, because even now, like after Nathan Gorman, Adelaide, I can see massive improvements, like even from then. Mm. So how are you dealing with the, the naysayers, not having the amateur background? And is all of this development, what, sparring? Just I, know, I think you went and sparred Usyk, didn't you, for three weeks? Yeah, 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 all of it. It's all rolled into just one big package. Like, having to deal with those, like, it's almost a bit of a get-out-of-jail-free card, my background, because I'm not expected to do well or do anything. So then when I do, it's like, oh, okay, fucking hell, like, he's, he's done something all right. So it's a bit like that it gives, at least with the early stage of my career, it gave me the freedom to be like, well, everyone's expecting me to trip up and, and mess this up anyway. So as long as I just keep going and doing my thing, at least I can have fun with it and, and get through it. But... My thing was all, I knew that I started on such a back foot compared to obviously these amateurs and these ABAs and whatever. So I just did hunt sparring anywhere, everywhere it was. I'd just go wherever I could go. Whoever needed me, whenever they needed me, I'd find a way to be there because that experience was invaluable. Um, and it slowly built me as a, as a fighter and helped me progress and helped me get better. And I got away probably with my, my maybe first... <laughs> 10 fights off probably pure kind of athleticism and just having a bit of speed and having a bit of power and then it started to get to the point where I was like right I really need to focus on this actual boxing thing um and really kind of get to the nitty-gritty of the details and stuff which I'd always loved I'd just not always been able to implement them in the ring on the night and stuff but then obviously further down the line adding Ben to the team things like that you can see the massive shift in my um my style and just the, kind of my presence in the ring versus pre-bend and post-bend. Um, they're obviously the main obvious ones were Nathan Gorman and, and, and Adelaide from those performances. Yeah, you look so different in the Adelaide fight to the Gorman fight. The Gorman fight was a little bit messy. We were at that, weren't we, Johnny B? We were there as yeah. well, cheering you on yeah. for that one. And, Maybe Nathan uh, Gorman tops on as well. Yeah, Nathan <laughs> Gorman tops on. Yeah. All the gypsies around us. Aren't you blinded yeah. it was. Um, but yeah, no, you was much more clean cut in the Adelaide fight. And um, I mean, you didn't look in any jeopardy at any point in that fight. Um, nah, I felt comfortable. Felt yeah, really comfortable all the way through. It looked that way. Don't he speak well, John? Do you know what I mean? If he, if he offered me a job right now through his old recruitment, I reckon I'd go to the <laughs> fucking interview. You know that? You know, about speaking well, I would. We, we've like we spoke about you a lot uh, on this podcast, but I would say you have nailed it in terms of the Goldilocks conditions. Of you seem to be respectful in a build-up, but you're not respectful. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like if a posh guy goes, and, like, not saying, but if, if I go and order something, I have to really add an extra, oh, please and thank you, because my accent just make, maybe makes me sound rude. But the way you, like the trash talking with Adelaide, but it's not like trash talking, even like with Fraser Clark, 
you're saying stuff to him. I mean, that's a bit disrespectful, but it doesn't even sound like it is disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, it's a fine balance, isn't it? It's a fine balance. You you're doing it right. Both. Just a little. I like to poke and prod, and just look. I'm not here to get get personal or get too serious, or because everyone's here to work and do their job and earn some money and whatever else. I get it, but also look. If I can poke the bear every now and then, I, I'm going to have yeah. some fun with it. The Adelaide build-up was so fucking good. It was so yeah, brilliant, honestly. Um, and listen, I know you beat Adelaide. But I think you need a rematch with his mate because I think that was a TKO at the press conference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have said that, to be fair. A lot of people have said that. Yeah, call him out. Call him out after this fight. Um, I've got a question for you. I've always wanted to ask you this. Mm. Did you hit Larty clean? (laughs) (laughs) I hit him. I don't know if I hit him that hard. Yeah, but I, I definitely, I look, I definitely hit him, and I, I hit him relatively clean. But I'm no AJ. Uh, at least I wasn't at that point in my I, career. Yeah, anyway. I know. I mean, you threw a so, good punch. I, I don't know. Like... I don't know. He was, like, <laughs> he, he was a, he was a late notice opponent. We had a dropout and stuff, and he was game and came and, and whatever else. But who, who knows? It who took knows? about four hours to get to the ring, didn't he? That's the bit. That's that's the bit that pissed me off the most. Yeah, I bet. Because I was fuming. Because the thing is, as well, I'm so he goes first, and when he's there, I'm behind the screen, but at the bottom of the ramp. <laughs> so I'm I'm watching him walk, falling and asleep. I'm stood there just going, "Mate, can you hurry up? Like, what are we uh, doing here?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was mad. You should have just come out behind him and start shooting <laughs> <Yeah. him. laughs> <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't care. A side, B side. I'll go to the ring. Come post. on, crack on. Let's move. Oh, fuck yeah. you, know. Right then, come on in. Fraser Clark. Mm. What do you think of the man, first of all? What do you think of his career? His professional career? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's poor. It is poor. For a man of his standing, for a man of his calibre, for a man of his background... It is it is poor. He should have been on a Joe Joyce esque trajectory with those kind of fights, those kind of tests that early on. Like the same things I've I've said. He's not the youngest in terms of how he's got into at the age he's got into professional boxing. He's a bit weathered. He's been through. He's been in boxing a long time. He's got a lot of miles on the clock. So you need to crack on. You need to get some things done and. Fighting eight bin men or whatever he's done so far, and or I wouldn't call Wack a bin man, but he's a tall bin man, whichever. <laughs> but like just having eight easy, comfortable fights when you're an Olympic bronze medalist doesn't make any sense. Even my first eight fights were tougher than that. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. So it does yeah, make a bit um, of sense. Shall I tell you what the sense is? It's well, over there at Boxer. Like they like to do things different over there at Boxer from what I'm gathering so far since Ben has been there. But you might not want to comment on that since you're doing a fight with Ben at the moment. I think, look, don't get me wrong. They know that it's very obvious they're protecting their investment. Um, and that's obvious from the Persevere situation the first time around as well. And it's been obvious in other scenarios and other situations they've had with other fighters. They're very... They don't want to risk certain people, but ultimately, if they're not good enough, they're not good enough. So why are you wasting your time trying to drag them out mm. where you can find that out sooner rather than later? If they are, great. If they're not, okay, move on, go find the next one. Put your put your money, put your back in, put your promotion behind the right people who are actually of value instead of kind of 
milking a dead cow that's not really getting anything for you. Mm. Is, do you, you res- go on. on? I was just going to say, it's such an excellent fight, just purely because of what you said a minute ago. As in, he's got a massive amateur background. You've got none. You've had quite an exceptional pro career thus far, and he's had not much of a pro career so far. So there's a heavy balance there, isn't there? Um, yeah, he fought. He fought Jalalov, didn't he? he fought Joyce. Um, he fought them all in the amateurs. That's what um, I mean. In the amateurs, he's done it. He, can't, he he's shown over there. He's done it and can do it. I'm not. Again, I'm not a. Um, I'm not an amateur wizard, so I don't know how he got on in necessarily in those fights and things like that. But at least he's been in those competitions and he's been competing at that level for a while. So I don't know why they why they've wrapped him in 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 bubble wrap so much with, with the fights in the pro game, like get him because all it does as well is devalue him and, and it affects his status within boxing. Cause we can always see when like when someone's against a nobody opponent, we're not dumb. We can, we know what they're there for. So all it does is drop his stock as a fighter and he has to keep coming out and battling for himself and going, no, 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 I'm, I am good. I want this. I mm. want that. Well, show it then. Cause, yeah, Cause Joe Joyce, he moved quite fast, didn't he? Um, mm. but I'll say this. So I watched the, um, uh, the promo the other day and in the promo, he said he had a bigger heart than you. Right. So this is my question to you. Um, I heard Nganu the other day when he was talking about Tyson Fury, he said he found that spot and it made Tyson Fury uncomfortable. And he goes, just a matter of time before he finds a spot against AJ. So my question to you is this, how long before, before you find that spot? to make Fraser Clark uncomfortable. Um, and do you see this fight going to the trenches? Do you, do you do you see that you might have to come through something? Like we see you come through something against uh, Nathan Gorman, right? Then the, the X factor that I look for in the pros, all that amateur stuff and everything, oh. it's like, can you hold a shot? And yeah. when the going gets tough, can you bite down? When I see that, that's to me, that's a massive tick for like someone who's going to succeed. So I've seen that in you, Fraser Clark. I've not in the pros. I've not seen it. He had a fight with Joe Joyce in the amateurs. He took some big shots in that fight. I think the tail come in in the end, but I think it was only over obviously five rounds. But he hit Joe Joyce with a few big shots. But he would have kept going. Even though that tail came in, there was like seconds left. He would have kept going, but that's the amateurs. And there was like a standing count and there was a break. But in this pro fight, and in his pro career, I haven't seen it, like bin men. Do you foresee this going to the trenches? Do you have to come through something to beat Fraser Clark? Yeah, I think so. Look, I'm not going to entirely take away from the fact that he has been through some some tough tests in the amateurs and he's, he's well-scored, well-drilled, and he's been through probably like a lot of hard spars with the likes of AJ and Joyce and stuff as well. So I don't doubt he's got heart in him. Um, I just believe I've got more. And I think in the pro game, I think the night itself and the pressure on him and him knowing that he sits in that changing room beforehand, and this is the definition of make or break. Like, if you don't beat me, where do you go with your career? What what? Everyone everyone will just push you. You fought eight bin men and you couldn't beat this little white collar geezer who just woke up and decided to box one day. Like, what's, what, what are you doing here? What's your, where's your place in the sport, I think? So all of that pressure versus me in front of him, not a care in the world. I'm not necessarily supposed to be here. The weight's off my shoulders. Like, if I lose, everyone just goes, oh, I see. The, the white collar geezer reached his level. Like, it's no problem for me. I'm happy to get stuck in and go through the wars with it. So... 
for me, it will go to that place, and I just think I will, I will come through on top. Not, not, not easily, but I think I'll be able to to really bite down through him, and he'll be surprised about what's in front of him, and a bit of his brain will just be like, you know what, fuck this. Yeah, boy, he's fucking sold it to me. Oh, I'm fucking buzzing for it. Do you think as well as as he's as you're saying that, Fabio? I'm picturing it. But do you do you do you think that as you're going through that moment and you're biting down on the gum shell, does the occasion all of those people that you've had that test in the pro game, right, in, in front of the big fans, where he hasn't really, right, you know, headlining in front of all the fans, does that come into it when you're biting down on your gum shield? Yeah, massively, massively. Because I've again, it's a it's a gift and a curse that I've I've done all of my learning in the pros. I've made the mistake before of when the crowd jeers up and diving into a situation that's got me cracked, or I've I've gone ahead of myself just because I'm playing to the crowd, and I've had it in other situations where the crowd has been useful for me to be like, yeah, come on, let's go, let's get stuck in. So trying to manage that properly on such a big occasion for him, I think will be difficult. Wicked. Love it, man. Right, just a couple more questions, Fabs. We won't keep you too long, bruv, but um, come on in. Tell us how this fight goes. Do you knock him out? Because I'm asking that because um, he's got quite a big head, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, he has, but to be honest, I'm not even... I can't glass houses, stones and all that. I can't really talk too much. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I've got a pee head. <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely. Look, I've, I've stopped all my other opponents. I'll stop him all the same. Um, I do think, don't get me wrong, I, I'm not going to take away from his his boxing ability. It will take some doing, it will take some working out, it will take some figuring out some sticky situations and stuff, but I just believe that I come through. I just believe that I can press and bite down. And I'm, I believe that I'm more comfortable in that place, that I, li- I, like, I, I borderline like to be there. I want to be there. I want the fight to be there. It gives me more, like satisfaction afterwards when you know you really like you feel like you've really earned the win so i think yeah look there's going to be a few sticky moments in that fight but i'm going to come through and towards the second half of the fight he'll he'll be gone wicked go on john anything i was going to say that bite down on your gum shield that where where does that come from is that come just as you started boxing or is there when you was younger at school did you get bullied was you the bully or like where does that come from have you had that in your life so far see the thing is I'm nice as pie like I wasn't a bully I was never bullied I just I've just I think I've just got a bit of a screw loose somewhere like I like I love the like the come on then let's go let's see let's see let's put you versus me and let's see who comes out on top, because I bet you will be me. And I don't, and I've, there's something in me that loves to put myself on the edge, like on the brink of, I don't know what the right wording for it is, but I just like to be in that high intense, high pressure situation. And the like, the nod, just the nod of like, kind of, let's, me versus you, let's go and we'll see. And it just, it does something to me that pulls something out of me. And I'm like, you're not going to get the better of me. I don't care what it takes. I don't care what I have to do. How much I have to fight through, I will get through this. Yeah. My all-time like favourite fighter is Golovkin, because uh, he used to do that, didn't he? Golovkin, yeah, when he used to get hit in the face, he'd go, come on. Like yeah, that yeah, yeah, Fucking 
Well, Mine Nathan Gorman did that to you. <laughs> it didn't work out, did it? Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> depends. Got to be careful yeah. about that sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. threw our t-shirts in the bin when we left. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right inside then. out. Inside out. More to finish off, Fab. So we've got a little game to finish off with. But just before we do, bruv, where's Dillian? Where's Dillian, uh, man? He is. I think he's still at home in Portugal. I think. Um, he's here, there, and everywhere. Like the, the geezer's mixing around. He's got his own details and stuff to sort out. I, I leave back. him to it. Um, I know he loves the sport and wants to, so I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that he wants to. Um, but like you say, he's got his he's got his own stuff to sort and, and go through at the moment, which he's which he's going through. So who knows? We'll see. Wicked. All right then. The quick fire game, just to finish off, Fabs. So here we go. You got to answer these as quick as possible. Ready? Come on, then. Bring it. All right. Don't start all that. You Come on. Come that on. <laughs> start, all right. <laughs> it shows you likes being put in the zone, <laughs> no, no, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? You better well, here we go. This is going to test it out. So, right, let's go. Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. Oh, Ali. Left hook, right cross. Left hook. Eddie or Frank? Eddie. Ben or Eddie? Eddie. <laughs> had to think about that one. AJ and Garnu. AJ. Parker Zhang. Parker. Oh. Would you rather fight ten duck sized Fraser Clarks or one Fraser Clark sized <laughs> duck? I love these questions. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Ten? Would you rather fight ten duck sized Fraser Clarks or one Fraser Clark sized duck? One Fraser Clark sized duck. Would you rather be stuck in a lift with Fraser Clark or David Adelaide? Fraser Clark. AJ Fury. AJ. Ooh. And Garnu Wilder. And Garnu. Wicked. There we Can are. I ask one. Go I've on. got one. Go I know on. you're an Ipswich fan. Out so, Ipswich are doing quite well at the moment. Would you sacrifice no. this fight with <laughs> yeah. wait wait I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a you semi quick. it was quick oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to give you a no, semi out here no no I'm going to give you a semi out here right so the fight with Fraser Clark you get yeah. a draw but it's mm-hmm. an entertaining fight yeah. and then Ipswich get promoted to the premiership do you take the draw or Ipswich they stay in the championship and then you win against Clark no I'll take the draw I don't mind going again because then, yes. then, then look see I'm smart <laughs> rematch it's come going to the Prem then we do Ipswich Town it's a big rematch makes sense love um, it days. love it Fab you've been wonderful man um, thank you Pleasure, so much boys. for joining us and uh, we love you best of luck against Fraser Clark and uh, we shall be there and uh, cheering we shall be uh, impartial on that fight but uh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. we'll see <laughs> see after to keep doing what you're doing, honestly, like we, if you look at our other podcasts, we've all spoke highly of you on here. So I ain't just saying it because you're here, but love nothing more than a fighter that just comes to fight. Yeah. White stand, throws when, you know, the other opponent is throwing. Obviously, there's other tactical stuff going on, your movement, your speed and that, but fan favourite. So win or lose, however your career goes, just keep doing what you're doing, man, because everyone's going to pay to watch you. And even like with the trash talking, you've somehow nailed it without being too like braggadocious you seem to be respectful but digging people out at the same time so I don't know how you're doing it but yeah uh, just no, we go really last one that, guys. I really didn't ask you um, Fury yeah. Usyk who wins? Usyk uh, really? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. fucking agree. I agree. It's, hard, it's, hard, I, I, it's probably the hardest one of the lot for me. It really is. Yeah. But at the moment, I think Usyk. Like I've got last one. Sorry. It's like, if you like beat Clark, mm. you are right up there. I mean, mm. you possibly, Jared Anderson, I think he's eight in the, in the top 10, if you go off the ring magazine, but you possibly could jump into the top 10. I think you're four, aren't you in the WBO? I think you're 15 for the WBC. Yeah, I've got top 10 with like three of them. I'm like, right, top 10 five, for him. six, so seven. Have you got your eye on another fight? Is there anyone else or another couple of names that you're, this is who I want to fight now once I get rid of Clark? And Garner. No, not at the moment. Um, and I know that sounds like really diplomatic and, oh, we'll just focus on one fight at a time. But it is a bit of that. But also it's, it's especially with the realm that I will then move into past Fraser, it's a funny place to be in. You, I have to pick a lane in terms of what governing body I want to go down to follow what belt, who's available, who's winning, who's losing, and, and things like that. So although it sounds very cliche, yeah, right at the moment, it is just the Fraser fight. I'm not really looking too far ahead at anything else. All right, one follow-up then. So you obviously like... <laughs> you obviously wanted to knock out David Adelaide, and you obviously want to knock out Fraser Clark. Is there anyone else out there you fancy just knocking out for the sake of it? For the sake of it? David Adelaide's Whoa. mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just thinking is there another bit of beef uh, with there's someone no I have a real problem with there's no like I'm like again as much as I poke and, and prod people and have a dig and that, I'm only having a dig like I'm having a laugh like just just have a giggle with it mate it's just a joke like don't take it too hard but there's no one really that's ever really Ever like proper wound me up or or, or done me in at all? Nah, I'm. Did I'm you good. not hear what Hergovic said about you? I know Hergovic pretty well. I spent a month of him in Miami sparring, so he's oh, right. picked the wrong geezer then. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, fucking brilliant. Thank you, Fabs, and uh, yeah, best of luck, mate. And uh, we shall be watching throughout your career because we're huge fans. So, uh, top man, thank you for joining us. Down there, boys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, mate. All the best. Take care. All right. There we are. What an absolute legend. Top fucking banana. Right. I'll tell you what, final question, and we'll call it a day, chap. So, um, final question was from RVD Photos. Good man, RVD Photos. Some mad names out there today, but thank you for your question. You're a top man. He says... Big up the chaps, me old man, me and me old man have been listening to the pod for the last few months. Both love it. That's absolutely ledge. That really makes us warms the cockles of our hearts. That does. Look forward to a new episode every week, and you boys are a big reason why we've both got back into boxing. Lovely words. Thank you so much. The question was: We wondered how you all met and whose idea was it to start the podcast. <laughs> <Don't worry laughs> I'm We've had idea, a little bit of a back and forward about this, <laughs> yeah. haven't we? <laughs> we did have um, a little chat about this the other day, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we met. Well, I've known John fucking donkey's years, literally since we were kids, been on holidays together and got up to mischief. And, um, yeah, we went off, had families, and then we reconvened. I did actually did a, a YouTube Arsenal channel, which didn't really work out. And then John said, well, let's go over here. Let's, do, let's have a little go on the old boxing so we started a boxing YouTube channel called Love Boxing TV. I don't know if any of you listeners have, have seen it. Did that for like two years. And um, during our stint of Love Boxing TV, 
Uncle Proper himself heard us one day. We appeared in his suggested videos and uh, he heard us and um, liked the cut of our jib. And that, that was it. The rest was history. Got that in touch. It, yeah. And um, yeah, we all, we all get on like, a house on fire. We're all going to be going worldly clock in a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's yeah, how we met. That was it. Yeah. I, I, you kept popping up and I was listening to it the whole way through. And at the time I probably had about, uh, I think I had about 10,000 subscribers or so. And I just, I don't know. I just wanted to be a part of what you're doing, what you were doing. So I messaged her and said, um, look, I don't know how I can be a part of it, but I said, can I just maybe put you at the end of my videos and promote your channel? And I always Class. had in my mind that we'd be doing what we are doing today. So, uh, so yeah, just I wanted it to all come together. And, uh, yeah, just the way you were speaking and the old London accent and that, I was all yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, the and, accents uh, had a lot to do with yeah, it, I'm sure of and, it. Um, and that was that. And then I started coming on the channel a few times and... Um, and then, yeah, and then you boys fucked off the channel. And then you grew yours, you grew yours to fucking an absolute monster. And then I think one of us said about doing a podcast, whoever it was, it don't really matter, but the rest is history. We've looked over and fucking hell, he's got 100,000 subscribers. Let's go and jump on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that it, was you, a great idea. I love I love doing this every week. It's fucking like therapy to me. It's great. Mm. You, you want to turkey and a shake. Yeah, you want to be sitting. You just want to. You if you're a boxing fan, even if you're a football fan or whatever, you want to be sitting in a pub and talking to your friends about that sport, don't you? You want to. Um, mm. We're not in a pub, but we're doing it in the same way, and uh, you just want to let loose. You just want to let your views fly, and it's the boxing is definitely the most opinionated sport, which again makes it so interesting. And, I think uh, the good yeah. thing with all three of us, you know, since we've all been together, is. Uh, we don't take ourselves too serious. Mm. We just say what we want to say. Like sometimes you say stuff, is it right? Is it wrong? Do you flip flop? Ultimately, we all just chat our truth, don't we? This this is how yeah. it is. Don't take ourselves too serious. I think that's why we all get along. So yeah, long may it continue, basically. Yeah, and that yeah, is basically how we all met. Yep. Do you know what I think I will say before you end it? Is I just want to obviously on behalf of all of us just thank everyone for listening and keep sending in your questions. We're going to get, go through as many of them as we can. But the one thing we want you to do, if possible, is just tell your mates. Let's grow this into a fucking as big as we can get it. Do you know what I mean? Go 100%. and tell your mates. So there's these three fellas over there that talk boxing every week. If you wanna, if you wanna jump on, I know you're with us already. But if you can spread the word, that'd be much appreciated. Amazing stuff. Yes, um, I've had a blast, chap. So um, thank you very much. And next week, I'm fucking so buzzing for Josh Ingarnu, baby. Ah, oh, no. Parker and Zhang, baby. Turkey, then, I just want to see Turkey's face. I just fucking love him. Yeah, I'm so excited to see man. his face. But, so, but we've got. I know. I know. But we've got um, Joshua Ngarnu, Zhang Parker, Bull Vargas, and. We've got the 5v5. Oh, that's coming yeah. out as well in the oh, press it's conference. It's going to be sensational Queensbury next week. Rematch I think we just don't talk about nothing else. Fuck all that other shit off and just do the whole pod on the, on the, on the thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, we'll decide Three it closer to time. Wicked. All right, chaps. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Jade and Kristen, I'm going to message you back in a minute. Um, we'll talk more about that. So, uh, yeah, wicked. Um, love you all lots. Speak soon. Abosh. <laughs>